No rush. Take your time. Nuthole? Butthole. That what we were just watching on the TV, that's the nut butthole. Actually, the nuthole, that actually should be the new name for any kind of like fake butthole. Should be the nuthole. Assuming women aren't using fake buttholes. Um, they should be. They should just be handing it off. Here, you take this. I'm tired. You really want my ass tonight? Here, I got my molded. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah! I like that. Stunt yeah. ass. Here, here, stunt. Actually, yeah, 100% stunt ass. Do it. Trademark when that you guys get home. So even if you don't do it, you could sit on it. So you could, like, patent infringe that shit. Like, patent. Yeah. Patent. We troll. become rich off of stunt, stunt ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. The blue ones are actually good. I have no idea what it is. Thankfully, it's none of the nasty flavors. I got a in that cream bag. soda. Oh, see, I'm not a cream soda fan. Um, I think some are like mango and shit, too. Um, so, well, we're recording, so we can pretty much just yeah, whenever you guys want. Yeah. I don't know if Anna wants to do an intro, or we can just do that. 100% recording. Okay. Make sure to just chew all up in there. Get some ASMR lip sounds in there. <laughs> I found an ASMR video for what the hell was it this week? Was it someone? It was some kind of nerdy thing, like playing video games, but like with the controller or with something. Your mouth? It was what? Well, it didn't seem like it was an ASMR video, but it was labeled as much. And I wonder if somebody just did that because they just had a normal video, but they just put ASMR on it. Well, no. When you think about it, I mean, people have different ASMR yeah. reactions to different things. Well, like that's I'm true. thinking, oh, about... but like there was something that wasn't well recorded. Oh, like sure, they, didn't yeah. the, they didn't have the mic near the thing that they were claiming was the ASMR part yeah. of the video. You know, it's bad with jelly beans. Did you just chew them it's forever? Like it's like you're dying. When I'm heavy breathing on the podcast, yeah, that's like if I went back and oh no, there that's aren't... not a mistake. That's ASMR. But there are some people who like there's some breathing people are into But if you know it's a fat guy going, <laughs> some people are into that. It's not necessarily a sexual it's thing. It's hot outside. Yeah, I know. I just <laughs> listening to oh. Bill. Listening to Bill Pant calms me. <laughs> <laughs> like a big Siberian in the sun, just going. You're just a beautiful, dog. a beautiful, <laughs> mostly bald Siberian husky. <laughs> Um, You're Bailey. Hey, everybody. Bailey, yeah. Did you know this is the Boy Hattie podcast? Hello, everybody. We're coming at you live from Bill's basement. Uh, Foley, how was Hamilton? Wait, what? Because I bought... The reason why Foley wasn't here last week is that uh, I bought Foley tickets to Hamilton. Bill, did you not listen to the podcast that you recorded <laughs> last week? Um... Wait, the one that I was on that you weren't here? Yes. Wait, how do you know? Wait, she, she listened to I it. Because I listened to it. You put it on the internet. You... I didn't know. Wait, but wait. How am I supposed to know that she went to Hamilton? I went to Bill, Hamilton. That was Phil's joke. <laughs> oh, oh podcast. that's right. By I the way, that by the way, a surprise was, thing. Dylan was Lin Manuel Noriega. That could have been a thing. Manu, man, What's his name? Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, I don't know. I He's like got three first names. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much to Phil for filling in on our podcast. Filling in. So you guys didn't go nice. see Hamilton, just to be no, clear. No, we did okay. not. Just so we don't get any letters. No, we took off last week because um, Foley uh, and I had a little home remodeling product project. We uh, have an office remodel we're working on, and we have this built-in closet thing. And uh, we took off the doors of the closet, and we replaced it all and all the interior with built-in shelves. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to expand oh, our bookshelves. I saw the and... photos you guys posted. So, but like instead of getting rid of your old bookcase, you just uh, it's just like in the in the in the driveway now. Or? Well, no, we put it in our garage. Oh, okay. So anyway, thank are you still y'all. using it to store stuff? Yeah. 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 Okay. Just things in the garage now. Yeah. Um, speaking of Phil, he sent a package which just arrived right before we started recording. Let me see what the hell's in here. Phil's. No, but how? We, so yeah, how have you guys been doing? You guys oh, can keep uh, on talking. Do it okay. Phil. 
Yeah. The, the Bill Phil. That's gross. What would no. you call? Oh, Phil Bill. The Phil Bill. The that's Phil. what we should call last week's podcast. Yeah. That's a shit because Phil's a, he listened to the podcast and he's a fan. And he, when he found out you guys weren't going to be here, he was kind of, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. We didn't get to and I was like, motherfucker, am I not good enough for you? <laughs> and then he cursed. And I had to hit him. And it was a thing. Uh-huh. It was a, a, a kiss is a sound of a hit makes. That's right. What Phil. is that lyric? Is, you, you remember that terrible thing from Carousel? But you can't remember. This is a sound of from that last do? week's episode. Oh no! Okay, so this is a care package that Phil just sent from. Uh, he lives in the Bay Area. This oh, is man. Phil Theobald, who was uh, hosting uh, last week with me. What the yeah. hell? Oh my god! And he sent Orange what? Crush Pop Tarts. Oh my god! And wow. Hello Kitty. No, no. Uh, uh, Unikitty. Unikitty. Unikitty uh, Lego Dimensions. That's pretty great. That's, pretty That's great. You know what? I think I need that because I think Unikitty flies and you need a flying character in the game. And he got it on sale for $6. <laughs> Good a job, deal Phil. is a Phil gift that keeps on giving. is nothing if not thrifty. No, I, that's wise. He's a wise man. Uh, I feel... Okay. Uh, you uh, could probably sell that Unikitty on Bricklink for more than $6. That's a good point. That's great. Turn oh, that shit around. Because it needs more Lego movie stuff in that game. Yeah, because Bill's been digging into... Lego Dimensions. <sighs> There's 16 orange crush flavored. Do you want to try one? Each pack is two. Bill. Oh, God. Okay, wait, 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 wait. That's soda flavored Pop Tarts? Okay, so what happened? Phil was over here last week. And he... then you nearly died from a well, diabetic we coma. We were talking about like Steven Universe and how we watch Steven Universe or something like that. And I mentioned I, I watched Steven Universe on the fake Sling TV stuff on sure. my Xbox, yeah, the fake yeah. cable. Um, and so he wanted to see what it looked like, so I fired it up on the Xbox, and so we're just sitting there watching like, Cartoon Network for like half an hour, and one of the commercials on Cartoon Network was, hey, brand, na- brand new A&W Root Beer and Orange Crush flavored Pop-Tarts right now, your local store. Phil saw that and was like, holy shit, I know what we're doing tomorrow, and we did actually make a trip out to uh, Target last week. Yeah. And we looked for those, they didn't have them. Oh, but no. I guess as soon as he got home, he found them in the Bay Area, so he mailed me like, if you guys want some Phil, Pop-Tarts. you're an angel. Phil Theobald, he's a nice guy. He's a sweet guy. I'm sorry we didn't get to talk to you, dude. We bought so many donuts. Oh, my God. He brought jelly bellies. and Okay, this is going to be a live taste test. Uh, this is going to drive <laughs> Grumpy right. Turtle crazy because he hates any kind of eating on the podcast. All right, mouth noises for Grumpy Turtle. Well, this is more ASMR. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The one person it. here. You want to split it in half? Split it in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I'm, well, let's see. What's the bouquet like? <laughs> The bouquet is like old orange flavored lollipop. Okay, okay. all right. Which all right. I guess that's about as best as you could expect. Good. Yeah. Okay. Let's. It's kind of like a. How a, is this a stale cookie? Does it? Ha- is it gonna fizz in your mouth? Is it I'm gonna getting, have like pop rocks in it? Okay. I'm okay. Notes of. This is okay. okay, like Griffin's Amiibo Corner, except we actually eat <laughs> with actual food. Ah, oh, things oh. could be ingested. All right, friends. They're chewing. Uh, they're still chewing. They're what both making contemplative faces. Foley oh. looks not displeased, not pleased. There's a slight smile, but I can't tell if it's because I'm narrating her, her action. You know what? It's like eating a crumbly orange rind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which is not bad. It's not as sickly sweet you, as I thought mm-hmm, it was going to mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm. Orange rinds are inedible. That wouldn't be something that I would like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Candy, candy, candy rind. Oh, candy that rind. Hint. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's not totally terrible. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> I didn't get breast cancer from this. Perfect. Oh, fantastic. Um, okay. No, I try. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to wait while y'all it's are It's actually talking. not that bad. While y'all are chewing, I'm going to talk a little bit. It tastes bit. like a creamsicle. Yeah, ah. that because they got the that's I think that's what that's exactly it's it's a yeah. warm cream. Actually, put this in the toaster oven. <laughs> so, 
That's how it's intended to be. That is, I've never eaten a warm pop tart in my life. Because no. you really? fucking eats a pop tart the right Annie, way. Annie, when, when we moved in together, I was like, "What are you doing?" They're really good. They're good too if you get the one like, like a melty one, like a s'mores fine. or no, something no, no, like that. No, 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 even just like a fucking unfrosted strawberry. Yeah, that's what she likes. That's what she do. It doesn't happen. And then you dunk it in milk. Do you know how many times I've burned my little fingers getting pop tarts out of the thing? You don't see. That's that what I'm saying. Because they're cr- kind of crumbly. You let it cool. You don't have to j- grab it. Well, how do you eat it on the bus? <laughs> if yeah. it has to be heated, there, there is no wrong way to eat a pop tart. I'm just proposing that you haven't. But there are ways to get injured. That you haven't fully experience the entirety of what Pop-Tarts can be until you've had a warm Let me make sure that that's Okay, there's he no... Also, he also... Okay. Phil also said a knife. <laughs> <laughs> it says you like written a, on it. <laughs> like a Bowie knife. Um, uh, we got one more package, too. Uh, famous internet uh, gaming historian person um... What's his name? My, my member's been really weak the last couple days. I need to go see doctor. Uh... Who's the guy? Oh, Dr. Sparkle. He does Crontendo, which is like oh, yeah. the internet's yeah. preeminent. Like, I'm going to play every Nintendo game ever made yeah. in sequential order. Yeah. He was going through his garbage, and he's <laughs> like, I have a giant bag of Lego. I'm going to throw this out if someone doesn't claim it. And I said, I guess I'll take them, because Annie might need it. Do you need any of the pieces in oh, this giant bag? I doubt you. it, because it looks like it's mostly old uh, Lego space pieces. Oh, but no, there's still some killer pieces. Look at all these grays. Is that a good thing? Yeah, oh, I mean, everything is good. Really? Okay. And so, I will take that? the hell out of this. That's from California, though. We know how that stuff Look, smells. there's a knight. I had this dude. That's what I'm saying. It's old Lego stuff. This is old Lego stuff. And then he also sent... Oh, God. There's, like, more little bits and pieces in the box. This is excellent ASMR. I was going to say, yeah. I actually... <laughs> what I was going to tell you, Bill, is I actually... This is our production of War of the Worlds. You're making fun, but I actually have considered making a Lego ASMR video. Because really? there is Why something not? satisfying Would it be Ben specific or just, like... You... Just, I mean, it would... Uh, yes, because that's what I build with Lego, but it wouldn't be... Would more. part of the build be, 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 like, a, like, can I come in and breathe over it? <laughs> yes. That's the full nerd experience is, is a fat guy. Well, but... I have to say, <sighs> I will be breathing during it, so... Well, I'll you should some extra. Do you have a dedicated YouTube channel? I mean, I have a... You should do it, because break out your video editing channel. I mean, you don't even have to edit. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing with ASMR. You just point a point and start shooting. Do it. Do it. Oh, just fucking so, do it, fucking uh, Doctor Sparkle also sent the Star Wars storybook, Aww. very cute. Return of the Dead a sketchbook. Nice. Oh, and the Empire Strikes Back storybook, which I've never actually read. Let's see what Bill's, happens. Bill's gonna take a little pause. Bill. What? What? Who's his father? <laughs> Motherfucker! Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, oh yeah. Speaking of ASMR, yeah. Um, you guys wouldn't know this because you guys bought a Wii, but you only played two games on it before selling it. Uh, there used to be a great game for the Wii, the original Wii, called uh-huh. Endless Ocean. Yeah. That had this super chill song by I guess it's a British lady named like Haley Westenra. And yeah. It could sound like Enya, though, because it's mm-hmm. all, let your arms go tonight. I always thought it was like a really great lullaby song. And so I fired up, Josh and I the other night were just like reminiscing about old great Wii games. Mm-hmm. We, were, we just realized the Wii's almost 10 years old. And yeah. For some reason, we were talking about uh, that and Excite Bots, which is the racing game where you could build sandwiches and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I got to thinking about this Endless Ocean song. And man, I went to go listen to it on, on my iPad right before I went to sleep the other night. I fell asleep before the song was over. <laughs> and you like toss and turn and read a bed for a bit. Yeah. It was totally like... Like, yeah, dude. Like, if if I ever go on a Hulk rampage, if yeah. you have to knock me okay. out, the like, endless ocean song. Just keep right. your iPad and go, Bill, <laughs> Bill, stop, like, ripping apart that car. Yeah. 
that they're not seeing your pants. The day is over. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There's some things that totally like crack into the right kind of brain waves and just and it's totally send you to sleep like time. the cheesiest wannabe Enya stuff. It's great. What did you guys find? Found play? a video of Bailey on, on It's on, someone walking a raccoon. That's pretty good. Oh, raccoons are cute. So this is our very ADD episode of the Boy <laughs> Hey, we've been away for two weeks and now we're just kind of um, schizophrenic. Yeah, so sorry. We're, we're a little late yesterday because I wanted to, or today because I yes, we normally record on Sunday mornings and yesterday morning I wanted to go to Pride. Okay. And uh, Was it um, actually the scheduled Pride thing or was it? It was the Pride Parade was yesterday. Oh, that's, So I was like, okay. I want to go to the Pride Parade, but I accidentally slept in. <laughs> Did and you not even the buses. <laughs> And my bike was I'm at work. Glad you got a ch- okay, yeah. And lifts were like thirty dollars, so like I had no means of getting there. So Foley and I instead just dicked around. We went on our own personal putt pride parade to the bagel shop. And on the way to the bagel shop, we were walking down the street, and we ran into a garage full of cute little old men, like maybe six, six little old men, all in probably their late sixties, early seventies, playing on this giant uh, felt-covered table, reenacting the War of 1812 with a bunch of little miniature hand-painted soldiers really? and Were they being loud about it? Like, enough no. that, you, that no, caught your ear? No, the garage door was open. Oh, yeah. They were, they were being cute about they're, it. They're precious. We just walked by, and we were like, <gasps> and you, fully you, went, just, you, you, kept, you kept walking Well, I wasn't little. gonna... I'm not the sort of person to wander into and someone's I, home. And I, I totally stopped, and, like, my jaw dropped open, I think, and I just was kind of staring, but I was staring with, like, a really excited face of, like... Yeah. <gasps> You don't do that in your garage with the door open without expecting a little bit of it, putting on a little well, bit of a show. I don't know. It was very warm yesterday. Well, it was very warm. Oh, it was just yesterday? Garage. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so. so I, so I, and I just, I just finally, I realized one of them looked at me and I was like, what if I You should have been what? And I was <laughs> throwing your hands up in the yeah, air. Yeah. Like, I was like, what, just... if, what if I want to hang out with you guys? And they just went, come on in. <laughs> they were really cute. And then, and then they were like, then you, you guys know, got adopted. Do, do you know what the war of 1812 is? I was like, like, yeah, it's like Napoleon and Russia. Don't do a land war in Russia, motherfuckers. That's why you don't do the fucking, that's where they stole the baby Ruth, the paintings from the White House. You got it, Bill. That's something about something, baby Ruth. <laughs> I swear to God, the baby Ruth Katie Barr is named after, I think it's the daughter of the president who was president when the, during the war of 1812 and she, they named it because she stole all the paintings off the wall so the British couldn't burn them when they burned down the White House because the White House did get burned during the War of 1812. That's all I know about the War of 1812. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't there to say that out loud with you what? guys. Ruin the moment. <laughs> Bill's just had a whole thing by himself. So we, we walked up uh, and on our way to the bagel shop, the yeah. other place we stopped by was we stopped by um, Red Castle Games uh, here in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say, Bill, try it. Don't name things near my house so people can't triangulate it, but now I've fucked up. Anyway, yeah. Red Castle Games here in Portland is a gaming people, shop. People are going to find sweet old men What the info do they have yet, Zach? Like World War One or like We've fucking... given enough information on our podcast that you can That you vaguely can in the neighborhood. It. If someone just went around yeah. just like laying out look- Entries. Like if they spent Lego, like any Lego betting pieces out, maybe like you might look out your window and go, oh, and then like they could drop a net on you and capture you. I won't let them. I'll kill everyone. Exactly. I love you. I'm just saying, women on the internet have different experiences, yeah. and I have not had fun times on the internet always, and it's something that now I feel anxious about. So anyway, now that I brought the mood down, at this game <laughs> shop, we uh picked like up a, a game. No, thank you. I found it in you. my pocket. <laughs> It's still warm this from my flesh. Fucking pocket warm. Oh um, god, it's gross warm. At the game shop, we picked See, up the game. See, that's yeah. It's like butt warm. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> it's so warm. Uh, while we were at the game shop, 
we picked up a game uh, called The Grizzled. Mm-hmm. And a uh, friend of the podcast, the Steve Wolford, okay. is a storyboard artist on Adventure Time. He had posted a picture. He, he loves board games and card games. Oh, he, so lo- yeah. he had posted That's a picture of the French version to Twitter just saying how beautiful the art was. So I didn't know it had been translated. So we picked it up, and I didn't know it was a cooperative game. Okay. So I'm like, why not? I like this business. I'll give them some money. You can't play with two people. You can play two to five. So Dylan Kitty are always looking for two-player cooperative, like any kind of board games or card games. Or easily portable games, too, so you can take it to the bar or something, yeah. Playing it probably would be better with three-plus people. Okay. But uh, we played it, and it was a lot of fun. It was very clever. The whole premise of it is that um, you are a troop of soldiers during World War I who are in the trenches uh-huh. and you are working together to try and survive the war and um, basically it's a card based game where everyone has a hand of either um, like uh, things they encounter in the battlefield like it's a snowy day with cannon fire or it's a rainy day oh, yeah, okay. and we had to make a charge and the, so you're making you know, a little story for yourself yeah, yeah pretty much and you have to play the cards and there are also cards in there that are um, uh, infirmities like for example you can become paranoid yeah you can become panicked and that impacts the game in a certain way or you can be a very selfish person and that impacts they don't the have like any, any like funny old-timey like hysteria it's or like not, any kind of like it is it's a very respectful game yeah okay. like some of the characters are based off Which, ancestors oh, of the people who were like really? in oh, yeah, okay like, i thought it would be kind of like a like wacky like Rah. no it's a very consciously respectful like in commemoration of world war one's anniversary yeah. sort okay. of thing. Which sounds potentially art, boring, but that sounds cool at the, the same time. The art is beautiful. It's really well done by this one Charles Cart- uh, French cartoonist um, who actually was killed in the um, Charlie Hebdo attacks a couple of years back. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the uh, uh, it was really Thanks pretty for bring- Man, you're bringing I'm up. really... Hey, everybody. I'm sad. I was stalked. It's almost like the world died. is a horrible place that can sometimes mold th- your thoughts and the, yeah. the news you have to bring to other people. Yeah. Um, we were watching videos with butts in them. We were, for the podcast, we watched videos My with butts. big black ass, number um, two. Uh, fuck my big black ass. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. was. Uh, and anyway. That, you know what? I'm going to go back and edit that. That's going to be my new ring tone. There we go. There we go. Actually, we have a tiny Granger correcting tone. Actually, William. Let's fuck my big black ass. <laughs> That's pretty so, title today's podcast. Anyway, in summation, uh, if you have 25 bucks floating around and you want a, a card game that is cooperative yeah. and not uh, and kind of interesting, if you're not really obsessed with winning, because we played twice and lost both times, but yeah. enjoyed losing. It was great. Um, yeah, I highly recommend The Grizzle. You, you guys just played between the two of you guys? Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. I think it's substantially more challenging with, with fewer people. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, I think the challenges are just different when you have more people, yeah. too. So, anyway, highly recommend it. it. I'm not necessarily a, a board gamey person. I think I've only really played as an adult. And I can't remember I've only rules. played, like, two board games. We've been ever. trying to get into board and card games here at the house, and I'm trying to think of anything. We played some cool... There was a robot, like... I'm trying to think of anything that's co-op, anything that's, like, what you guys are talking about. Yeah, there was a robot... It was uh, competitive, but it was like this robot. You have to uh, play a bunch of robots trying to get through a maze, and they're all blowing each other mm-hmm. up. Then that's opposite. See, what you competitive guys are about. games no. like we bring did, out the worst in there, me. We did find a cooperative archaeology game where you're running around Whoa. like the sands of the Middle Do you East. See? But <laughs> I can't remember. It might be a minimum <laughs> of three of more Foley's. players. 
but it's cool because you have to get about it. It's good. I, we oh, have it a knife to threaten. Joe Judge just bought it on a whim because he just saw cooperative. That sounds neat. And he was like, "Okay, well, I'll get anything that's cooperative, and it's great." Like you and the other people, like there was like, I think you've got like the dude who like he's the map reader, and you got the other guy who's like in charge of all the provisions and stuff like that. And so you all have to work together, and like you have like you know, it's it's interesting, and but you all your shit can get fucked up by a sandstorm that comes in and blows everything over, so you have to dig it all off out and nice. stuff like that. But you can lose. That's a terrible thing about co-op games because you could spend an hour playing and still lose. I'd like it for you if it's like a real archaeology game. It's not that quite it's like, that. No, it's kind of trash heap. What a what a this is more like science. Excuse me, they're not called trash heaps. They're called middens. Excuse me, you found a midden. <laughs> oh, f- Hooray! No, no, no! I'm legit. That's archaeology. There are there are secrets in the midden. <laughs> Anyway, Bill, what'd you do this week? Well, I didn't do shit this week. Excellent. I got, actually, wait, no. You I have a number of things on your list, my friend. Uh, oh, man, did you guys hear about Voltron? Uh, you talked <clears> to <throat> us about it. It's by a... the, all the Korra team, except for them two. Except for the guys Korra. who made the Korra, yeah. yeah. So it's like all the, all, most of the writers and everything like that. It's cute. I finished it. it there's only ten episodes. It's on Netflix. Uh, it, I'm assuming there's going to be a second season, because okay. the last episode... It's not even a cliffhanger. It ends like in mid sentence, oh. where you're like, "Okay, well, when's th- wait? There's wait. There's not next up. Ep- wait, that was the end of the season. <laughs> we ran out of money. Yeah, yeah, it totally almost feels like. That. I mean, it's yeah. a full episode, but like, it just really just kind of stops. Like somebody kind of turns around, and goes, huh? and then the smash cut end of credits. And you're like, what the fuck? It's pretty cute. The one thing that kind of bummed me out. Spoilers for Voltron, especially oh. the original Voltron. One of the best things about the original Voltron cartoon... You guys have never watched Voltron, right? I've watched no. Voltron. Uh, one of the best things about the original Don't Voltron... Speak for me. Well, excuse me, I probably sort of did, but I have no memory of it. Yeah, but you know what it looks like yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. One of the best I things about the, toys. the original Voltron, or at least the United States version of it, because sure. it was originally, originally a Japanese cartoon that they changed a whole bunch of stuff and actually mixed with some other Japanese yeah. animes and shit like that, uh, was in the original cartoon. It's like this team of five guys who get command of these, like, five colored line robots mm-hmm. that can all merge together yeah. to turn into a giant dude. Like, six episodes in, out of, like, 72 episodes, they kill off one of the main guys. And this is a Saturday morning kids cartoon, mm-hmm. and gets replaced with this princess that they're fighting for. She becomes one of the main team yep, members for yep. the whole rest of the duration of the show, so I was mm-hmm. waiting for that to happen in this new one. Nah. And that was, like, the most memorable, like, plot development yeah, in the sure, first yeah. series. Because never had ever happened as a kid. Yeah, kid especially, media. like, in 1985. Yeah. And she becomes, like, just a respected other member of the team. She's, like, one of the guys. That's great, because, mm-hmm. I mean, she's still... I mean, she's, she's like the princess, the and she's yeah, still yeah, yeah, one of the guys yeah. with tits. Yeah. But, yeah, and she has, like, a pink outfit. Yeah. Whereas everyone else has, you know, like, yeah, but it's still not you, but it's... You, you got the guy in the red line wanted that pink outfit. And they that would be great if actually if they had actually had the guy who died actually have the pink outfit on before like yeah she's still wearing the same one although this new princess she can transform a little bit there's a part where it's she decides uh, she's gonna sneak into the enemy base and they're like how are you gonna sneak into the enemy base like these alien monsters we're fighting are like okay. like eight feet tall she's like oh no problem she suddenly turns eight Me. feet tall she's like oh someone get me more pants because she now she I guess she split her pants so everyone's like what. And it's just cute little. Well, someone's sh- fetish. I, no, I was watching. Oh, there's another. There's. I've already seen porn. <laughs> I am not. And it's great when you're watching a cartoon, you see specific situations. You're yeah. like, you know what? And next day you look it up and you're like, of course that's the scene everyone fixing. You know like, the thing that I totally did not see coming to what? totally change the subject uh, that kind of took me as a surprise. Uh, I was looking up the Zootopia tag on. Tumblr oh yeah, to no, find I, this some- is yeah. 
to find some like fan art and stuff to see stuff. And out of curiosity, I turned off Safe Search, which I was like, I was waiting for just worlds of dicks shoved into Judy every which way. Aww. What I kept finding was, and it wasn't even erotic, it was all sweet Clawhauser and Bogo. Apparently, like, the gay furry community is all like, yeah, yeah, I want that big old rip dude with that big round goofy dude. They're not yep. fucking, they're just kind of hanging out. I, did, I mean, I didn't dig, dive real deep. But on the it surface, was a romantic, it wasn't that bad? A romantic okay. relationship. And I was like, See how that would work, though. Because <laughs> Clawhouse are such a... And Bogo's such a... I mean, they both love Gazelle. I guess they're both at the that concert together. The That's that, like their date that was, night. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. probably watching that with Dylan and Katie. And, and, and Dylan, or Katie's a huge Luther fan. And she's uh-huh. like, is that is that interesting? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Hell oh, yeah, she's suddenly got Idris. way more interested in the cartoon. Suddenly yeah. a lot more invested. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Anyway, okay. yeah. So Voltron, you enjoying it? Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of uh, yeah size porn. Uh-huh. I don't know what you would call that. Just like women growing bigger. Giantess stuff? Not that she grows like 20 feet tall, but she gets bigger. Because it's not just, it's not being a giant. It's to be able to manipulate your size. And it's got to have a specific name. I don't know if I should mention this because it's a nice little reveal, but one of the characters... <laughs> Do you guys care? No, I don't. Does anyone listening at home care about Voltron spoilers? Spoilers for Voltron. This uh, the small nerdy kid who, uh-huh. who like is pretty much it's a kid, kid named Pidge who was also uh-huh. in the original show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, turns out to be a girl in this time. Oh, and they were like, like four episodes. See, that's in. the thing because watching the show, I'm like, I don't want to watch his fucking sausage fest. Like just looking at it on the surface, and I'm like it's the year 2016. And especially the main character, the one who should have died in the show, is waiting to die. Is the most generic like. He's not terrible, but he's just like he's the Mako. He, he could he could easily get yeah. rid of him, and you wouldn't lose anything. Yeah. So I was waiting for him to get off and get replaced by the princess. Definitely the princess, the, the princess is just a combination of Princess Zelda from the Zelda games yeah. and the hot princess from Atlantis. <laughs> Because she's brown skinned, but she got the elf ears. Okay, she, sure. does, have, she does have a hot new uh, uh, Kiwi accent. Wow. Uh, but her assistant is the guy from Flight of the Concords. I don't know if you know the Kiwi yeah, guy. Yeah, He's got yeah, red yeah. hair. Yeah. He was in the new X Files show for one episode. Yes. He's funny. He's in there too. But it's not as cute, isn't it? It's it's cute. Voltron. I'm glad you like. Not it. the worst way to kill like five hours of your time. Yeah. Oh, there we go. What there else? are worse ways. Oh, Game of Thrones. So what the fuck happened? I gave it through. Last night. Last night was like actually happened. It's next to last episode last night, which is for Game of Thrones is usually the big climax and usually the episode after the last episode of the season. It's just kind of aftermath setting up events for the next season. Uh, Do you guys care about spoilers? I mean, things are actually finally happening. Oh, again. Yeah. No, last night, uh, uh, Jon Snow kicked the shit out of Ramsey Bolton. Oh yeah. The, do you guys? I don't know if yeah, you guys yeah, even watched long enough. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you even watched the show I to see what Ramsey Bolton on the show looks like, or acts yeah, like, or anything yeah, like that. No. He's a sociopathic. Yeah, he did. He's the lady who had made bad times for Sansa last year that yes. everyone was complaining yeah, about. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why I stopped reading the books. Sansa <laughs> did uh, feed him to his own dogs. Oh, that's nice. And she, Sansa, Sansa's a she's man. The big thing. Okay, this is the big thing. Okay. 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 Ramsey okay. Bone got we, eaten. For the love of God, for the love of God, can we just get Bill to recap, like, like <laughs> just vo- VO recap every Game of Thrones episode? On the, at the end this of the is... day of the Monday when we're all punchy. Exactly. <laughs> this is the only thing you need to know about what happened in Game of Thrones, despite the fact that the Starks finally reclaimed Winterfell after, like, eight seasons oh, or whatever. Wow. Uh, so, the beginning, it starts off Daenerys Targaryen. And that, that, that Flo Rida song, My House Plays. <laughs> They're like, uh, George R. R. Martin's not as involved. <laughs> so Daenerys Targaryen's still hanging on the other side of the world. She's like yeah. in Slaver's Bay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the, she's kicked all the masters of all the slaves in Slaver's mm-hmm. Bay out. And, mm-hmm. But now they're coming back with all their ships. They're blowing up her house. And But she had disappeared for, for a couple episodes. Turns out she had become the, officially the queen of all the, uh, what was it, Dothraki? Dothraki? 
Now she, yeah, she's the she's the leader of all Dothraki. Holy in the world. shit! And all three of her uh, dragons are out loose, now and free. Holy shit! It's the first shit. time you actually see her in battle with the dragons. Holy shit! She, it's a little bit bummer because you think she's gonna set this whole fleet that's fucking up her, uh, uh-huh. her this the the city no, of Marine. She wants those ships. She yeah, exactly. She only roasts a couple yeah. of them. And on top of that, uh, oh God, who's the dude guy's dick chopped off by Ramsay Bolton? The uh, the the guy the guy yeah. who's yeah, Theon. The Theon and his cool sister suddenly oh, show up out of the blue. Yeah, name? Yara. Yeah, and they suddenly say, "Oh, well, there was developments in the in like their little kingdom too. They got kicked out of the, the Iron Islands or whatever." Uh-huh, uh-huh. They're like, "Hey, you know this sounds crazy, but uh, you don't know who, you don't know who we are. But uh, would you like all of our ships?" <laughs> and in addition to all these other ships you just stole from all these masters that you know to, to invade mm-hmm. Westeros, yeah. And so they have this little meeting between Daenerys, Theon, and it's Theon's sister, Yara. Uh-huh. And like, the, Yara's all like, mm, "How you doing, Daenerys Targaryen?" <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching it. I could feel the rest of the internet going, "No <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit!" Because they already established it's like two episodes before this, like uh, Yara. And Theon, they're like they're traveling to wherever Darna- uh, Daenerys is because they got kicked mm-hmm. out of the Westeros or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yara's like kicking a uh, kissing a, a female prostitute, and he really establishes female. that she's by a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on the first episode she ever showed her, she was stopping Theon. I think wasn't there some kind of like uh, she was flirting or with something. Theon, there was Theon didn't recognize her. She's omnisexual, I, I guess. Well, this is fucking with your brother. Is that wouldn't that be she's the omniest of li- all sexual? She's, she's literally like fucking with her brother is in fucking with his brain because she wants to see uh, how far true. he'll go. Well, sh- that doesn't so necessarily mean the well, swinger thing. So she's campaigning to go back. She wants to go back to Westeros yeah. with the Daenerys because Daenerys yeah. can help her. Re- she wants to be queen of the Iron Islands now. Yeah. Cersei, so it's actually setting up that everyone's like right now. It's kind of like potential the female leaders. Squad. Yeah. So like over in Dorne, there's all this shit where they they killed off all the dudes and that's all ladies in charge now. Oh, Sansa's like- in charge of Winterfell because she's the only. Okay. Uh, she's only Stark that's not an she's, idiot. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but then yeah, you got Yara. not an actual Stark. Yeah. Yeah, he's a ba- exactly. Yeah. Oh. So he's essentially fighting for Sansa what in that big fight last night. Are you? Uh, I told you. No, I know that she. Is there anything this last episode? Because Foley told me that she read that that Arya. No, was no, no. Like, Jones, Jones spoiled me. Oh, that's right. Jones Jones what, what, okay, what? That, that she, what your interpretation is going to be better than what actually happened on the show? No, no, no. That she she goes and she becomes or she she's let out on her first mission for being an assassin. Yeah. And she has to kill this lady who's like in a theater troupe. Yeah. And yeah, she, you, she yeah. ends up watching all this like weird stuff, like the theater plays, the plays that they're putting on are like painting the Starks in a bad light and yeah. the Lannisters in a positive light. Exactly, and, yeah. And so she's like... Yeah, she's like overseas, so it's this weird along with like foreign... Into, yeah. Even though the actors are kind of Westerosi, but like she's yeah. a stranger. And she's, a stranger I guess Arya has this like realization like, oh, okay, well, there are two sides to every story. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of interesting and probably something I shouldn't be really like taking on right now. <laughs> and, and then she, she talks to the lady. She finds out that the lady situation is super fucked up. And yeah, Richard she... E. Grant shows up for ten seconds as nice. a member of the theater troupe, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah. I thought he was gonna. You get Richard E. Grant to show up, and he's just like, "Hello there," Hello. and that's like he's in the background. He was must have been really bored and, that weekend. And then the uh, and then she is gonna kill the lady. She poisoned her drink. Yeah, and and then she's like, "No, no, 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 no!" And she stops. She's like, "Somebody trying to kill you." And then the assassin people get mad because that's not how you do. If you exactly. have a mark, if you have a mark, you murder your mark. And she had already fucked up once before. They are, this is the second mission they've given her. And the first one, she like I think she slipped and fell, lost the keys or something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. She was she aria did. She like, slept was, through her alarm. And they specifically say if you fuck this up, 
you were gonna have to kind of get rid of you. So they send somebody after her. Yeah. And they send like the a lady after her. Yeah. And Arya gets stabbed a bunch of times in the tunnel. So Arya, she knows she has just left t- this mission. Yeah. And she knows. She's like living next door to the baggers where they can kill. Like she knows she they, they, this guild of faceless shape shifting yeah. assassins yeah. are after her. So she's just like walking around town, just like she gets a haircut, Chilling, just feeding the ducks. She deserves the. I thought it was a trap. She was like, but no, she's like just hanging out, going blah 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 blah, and. Uh, yeah, the assassin lady just comes up to him and stabs her in the gut like eight times. Stabs her a bunch of times, and then they they fight a little, and then Arya runs back home. Yeah, and then well, she runs, runs back, back to, to the her theater apartment, troupe. wherever her place is, wherever she's staying. Yeah, I don't know how she knows where the theater troupe ladies like living in the apartment. It's not like they're just hanging out in their little troop thing, well, but like it in, is like an apartment. Because wherever wherever Arya runs back to, she reaches like the other lady gets gets back there and is like, "What the fuck are you gonna yeah, do?" Exactly. Yeah. And, and spoilers for Game of Thrones. Uh, P.S. And Arya pulls out needle. Yeah. And cuts all the light in the room yeah and then the next thing that you see is just a pool like blood on the floor in the yeah hall so faces. it cuts back to the yeah to this the assassin's guild and it suggests that um arias has cut the face off of the assassin that came after her uh-huh. that had stabbed her the day before even though she got stabbed like eight times sure, in the gut. Yeah, fine, fine, all fine. she needed was a band-aid and now she's up and around like fighting and she's like this is it's fine and so and then she says well, well, the whole thing, the whole thing with the dude, she's like got him on point, and yeah. it is like she literally got him on point, stabbing yeah. him in the back with with the, with the sword, and and he, they've been trying to train her the whole time. That's like, but the, uh, unsuccessfully, the girl, the, yeah, super. Yeah, awesome. I wonder why. <laughs> and uh, what is it? What is it? The, the the girl is no one. Yeah, a girl is no one, or something yeah, that's like pretty that. much yeah, over and over and over again. And she says, "The girl is Arya Stark. The girl is going home." Yeah, and See, that's this is it. why I love Foley because she doesn't read these books or necessarily that's watch the show. That's a more succinct recap you than I could ever give it to her and then she just ingests it. Yeah! <laughs> I'm so like, cool. You're divining rod for this stuff. I the can never rod for remember. This stuff. I'm, when I was reading the books, I was like, who the fuck is this person? Full and she'd be like, oh, that's this person who's related to this person and fuck this person to kill this person. But the weird thing is, like, the assassin teacher guy is, like, not certain goes like, punk. he's like, yeah, but despite the fact the whole lesson he's been trying to teach her for, like, two seasons now, like, you are no one. You See, got but to... here's the thing. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that was that's that what he's lesson? trying to teach her. Yeah. Well, there's... I think that he's trying to prep her to be able to do the things she needs to do, which she would not have been able to do otherwise. But the funny thing is, she's making a... her a killer. But she's a terrible killer. She she's just got stabbed. She was feeding the well, dogs. Well, no, she's an eth. She's like an ethical killer. I mean, she's like, better she has... off than she was when she got there. She's more of a killer, I guess, just by virtue of stealing know, all these gonna... juices. Also, she's she's nobility. She has to have a killer's mind, and then yeah. she has a little. She goes. She goes. Show up. She's going to give Sansa a high five. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why low cause... five. They're going to do like the Top Gun thing, uh-huh. where they where they slap and then they follow around to the back. They slap. <laughs> thinking that they, I got the need, the need to kick some butt. Well, that's the nice thing. If she she, she if she does go back now, she like first thing she's going to find out is like, oh, hey, did you hear about the Starks reclaim Winterfell? And she's going to like what? Oh. <laughs> but people are wondering. If maybe the faceless assassin that was trying to kill her, because you don't actually see their fight. She cuts off the, the, the candle and they just fight in the dark and then suddenly uh, cuts the aftermath. People are wondering if maybe Arya did not survive that and it's the faceless woman having ah. cut off Arya's face and is now wearing it. Because that... Uh, and we'll see what happens, but that's the big leading theory really right now. suck. <laughs> Like, because someone who read the because it would book. make sense as to why she comes back to the assassin leader and says, "I am Arya Stark," and he's like, "Yes, you are no one." And like, it kind of uh, you yeah, can yeah, read yeah, it two yeah, different yeah. ways. Sure. As either sure, he's sure. like, 
You fucked up, but you're Arya Stark, and you're my suck, favorite. But guess what? Game of Thrones fucking I, sucks. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just killed Rick and Stark, the, the whole baby? Point. Oh, really? Oh, he God. got mangled wait, in the wait, fight wait, last wait, night. Wait, 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 wait. They just killed him? Oh, yeah. No, they whacked him good. Yeah, the funny thing he was like, always boring. If yeah, he, he had zigzagged, he, he, there were people firing arrows at him, and if he just zigzagged, he wouldn't have got shot 18 times, but he just walked in a straight line with people firing arrows at him. Instead of just going, was he, was or he, even looking around, and going, Ugh. was he just like face down in his Vita? Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> uh, what the funny thing is, Snapchat. it's only Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's only been like a couple years that have passed on the show, uh-huh. but the show's been going on for six years, yeah, and like so Rickon, he's supposed to be only like like ten years old, but now he's like this eight, eighteen year old like. She's holding the other character. He's all like, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they really they try to shoot him from, from long game distances. Of just, but Game of Thrones, yeah, Daenerys Targaryen flying and actually really good special effects. I think it's because they're so careful about how often they use yeah, the CGI. They, they save their budget, up. and they they obviously have had some kind of budget increase for these yeah. special effects because like Daenerys on the dragons actually looks pretty much as bitching as you would hope it would look like. It actually looked pretty good. Does it look like How to Train Your Dragon? <laughs> kind of. Fuck shit up. Oh, uh, yeah. Bill, uh, you and I uh, both had been uh, listening to E3 this week. Yeah, what'd you guys think? You know, this was an interesting E3. There was a lot of competence, but there's nothing that really blasted my ass off. Wow. Yeah. Well, everyone was... Your big black ass? My big black ass off. No. <laughs> no, it's awful. Um, <laughs> uh, no, nothing really knocked my socks off. Well, it was a really quiet E3. Well, everyone even said it like, between half the companies like not showing up this year. Yeah. Oh, And really? it's weird kind of like... Again, like... I, well, yeah, like... What was it? EA. Even though they had a EA press conference, they weren't actually there. They mm. did their press conference from like... Like half a town away, because they just didn't want to sh- like. And other companies like Disney didn't like, show yeah, up, why, or well, like, Dis- why well, that makes sense. But like, um, we got Star Wars. Shut up. I think it. the Bethesda presser was really classy. Yeah. And every time I see Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb, I really miss them. Aww. Like you really watch their show? I, yeah, back in the day I watched their show. It was just pleasant to watch people talk about video games, yeah. you know? They weren't, like, weird. Yeah, they weren't assholes about they it. They weren't jerks And, about you it. know, it's so funny because I don't necessarily have a lo- a, bi- a huge opinion about them separately as human beings. But just as a unit. World. But when they come together, I'm like, you kids. Aww. And I have to say, it really did, though it was a small thing, it really meant a lot to me that everyone at the Bethesda Predator was wearing a, a Rainbow Pride. Bethesda um, and Sony. Not everybody. A few people wore it at the Sony. Really? Bethesda, oh, it every was... single person on screen had the pride ribbon on. Oh, it was Ubisoft started off with a big crazy dance thing. And people were making, oh, is this their, like, moment of silence? But it's, like, big gay yeah. dance central thing. I will like, be humorless for a second. I have zero interest in that sort of, like, making jokes at the expense of Pride right now. I know, I know. I'll but it was just kind of like, that. well, just because that's how they opened their, she, everyone else. Nintendo sure. had a moment of silence. Where Reggie Filmy yeah. came out and said, we love Donkey Kong. Here. Now moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, Bethesda doing that really was, meant a lot. Classic. And um, yeah. uh, uh, that was really good. But I also just liked their press conference overall. And but Sony's press conference. Show. Uh, they, show, they talked about Doom. They talked about Fallout. They talked about... A lot um, about VR stuff. Yeah, VR. Okay, a little yeah. bit about VR oh, stuff. Oh, they're going to have like VR Doom, Skyrim, VR Fallout. Oh, Skyrim, re- Skyrim Remastered, yeah. yeah what, um, what about the and, Sony thing got your pants on fire? Well, no, I just really liked the Sony conference. I mean, it was it was kind of silly in that it was just uninterrupted trailers yeah. with the live orchestra, but I got really oh, excited about it. Orchestra. Did you see? Really like Sony cool. came out and said, guess what, guys? All games now are going to be Last of Us. Even the God of War thing is Last of Us, except your... All the dads. Yeah, all yeah. Dad, it was dad... 
Dads of War. Daddy Issues E3. Yeah. yeah it was a little... Bit, be, I, well, it's funny because after the fir- first couple of press conferences, people were like, well, a lot of daddy issues. What about mother issues? And I thought, well, maybe people are real hyper-political. Hyper no. But that kept on happening for the whole thing. It's like... No, there wasn't... There was, it was full of dads because, yeah, you had Corvo. Yeah. You had um, yeah, Marcus Phoenix. You have uh, God Kratos. God yeah, I mean, it was just, like, d- flush with dads. Biker guy. Biker guy. Uh, no, I, I smell your Reedus hair. Norm- his baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nor- yes, Norman Reedus is my favorite dad. Yeah. Norman uh, Reedus. Um, but, no, I mean, the, it was it's, it's dumb that, Fucking that Sony was my favorite press conference oh. because they didn't do any gameplay stuff, per se. Right. They, they, kind of get, they showed blurred. some. Well, this but, is nice but, thing that Phil was here last weekend, so I never got to watch any of this live. Actually, oh, I watched almost all of Not to bring up the Orlando stuff, but, like, that happened while we were... We, we we were out on a park when we found out that happened, mm-hmm. so it was nice to be... Not that it had, has home close to us because we're not gay or anything, but you yeah. know what I mean. No, it was no, like, no, I understand. It's it was still the largest shooting in the It was nice history. to be up at the Beverly Cleary parklet up there yeah. with the statues and everything. Go yeah. check, And we're just kind of checking Twitter and going, oh, horrible shit's going on. Twitter's freaking out in three yeah. different directions. Like, Turn off Twitter. Exactly. Oh, it's be a beautiful day. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Um, but... But we also missed all the press conferences, yeah. so yeah. I've been catching up slowly throughout the uh, re- yeah, last I've couple watched days. Almost all of them live. Okay. I think I think the biggest difference was is like Xbox. Xbox led with hardware. That was weird. which was weird. They they end capped. They bookended with hardware announcements. Yeah, because they okay. open with the S and and then they close. Oh, the Scorpio. Scorpio stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, it was weird. Like Bethesda was good, but there was like. It, it was a really great press conference. It was it was really nice. It was actually engaging. Yeah. yeah. Um, EA's was really weird and talked about a lot about corporate initiatives, which I agree. Yeah. I agree also, Watch Dogs I... too. Oh God. Yeah. Which again, they're like it's the dude with the emoji eyes. Watch Dogs not the emojis, the emoji eyes or whatever it we is. We all remember like... hackers, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this so, is totally like what your grand, what your dad thinks hackers what should be. What your dad yeah. thinks hackers is. So it's... um, but uh, but yeah, so it was nice because I think that. Uh, the thing that I love about Sony is that they go, oh, you're here for games. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. want to hear us please, talk please, please enjoy 20 minutes of really shit. beautifully <laughs> rendered things that you will be able to play sooner rather than later. I was yeah. a little bummed that all the indie stuff got wiped out in favor of VR stuff this year, which this is yeah. the year of VR. Because in like last two or three years, Sony, more than anyone else, totally. has been very good about all... Yeah. And they had a little indie clip at the end. Yeah. But... Yeah. They, they didn't have a uh, No Man's Sky, and that's like they're half producing that game, it yeah. sounds like, yeah. and stuff. But I, I, think, um, I think you've got to, you've got to sell it. But they that, had The Last Guardian. Thing. Finally has a fucking date. Yeah. Uh, even though, like, it was at the Eurogamer.net, they finally played it, and they, they're like, hate to break it to you guys, but this feels like an HD remaster of a seven year old game. Like, it's not <laughs> that's terrible. That's not but surprising to me. Yeah, d- yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, but, I just yeah. want to go make friends with the giant. With the giant cat bird dog. dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm yeah. That. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, at the end of the Ubisoft thing, everyone was slagging up, but there's a game out coming out called Steep. Steep looks interesting. Yeah. It's just like snowboarding and fucking yeah. tang gliding and shit. It's like, like being in nature, the game. It's like yeah. being in nature without having to be in nature. That's Bill's wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 Fuck that shit. Um, I don't want to climb that mountain. It's literally I just want to press needle. a button, zap to the top, and then race Foley down. <laughs> so so the thing is, is that, that, Bill, if you buy Steep, I'll buy Steep. Because one of the things, it looks totally... Um, Should be out this December, they said, I, too. I was trying to show it to my friend Matt, and he was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I can kind to see what would be interesting about it and i was like no it just looks totally fucking meditative yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah like the choices and it looked 
in the wheel of things that you can do, it did look like there was a climbing icon in the middle that mm-hmm. they just didn't okay. touch on. I would be super intrigued by that. Which makes sense, because I can't imagine we'll just be snowboarding and uh, paragliding. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like it's like skiing, which, eh. Well, skiing, Snowboarding. Yeah. The snow looked good, though, when you're skiing. Oh, the, the, so the, the path you're cutting through there. And yeah. then, like, the, 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 all the sponsorship that they probably got from GoPro and the oh, fact, yeah. like, like, that camera angle and mount, the ones that are mounted on, like, the end of the snowboard and stuff like that. Totally not good for... That's how Griffin McElroy likes to drive a semi-truck, but it's not, like... <laughs> it's not a useful camera mode. <laughs> um, but being able to, like, rewind your stuff and being mm-hmm. able to, like, follow different people, you know? It'd be fun. Oh, it's got the all competitive leaderboards and stuff yeah. like that. That's pretty cool. Um, anything else? No, I Dishonored 2 looks pretty good. Uh, Dishonored 2 looks really good, and I'm really excited about that it. That was the highlight of the Bethesda thing, right? Uh, yeah, well, that's what they That's what they on. really leaned on. Yeah. yeah. And that was, was their fallout for this nice, year. They gave a nice, juicy look at it, too. I'm really yeah. pumped about it. Yeah. Um, my favorite character is already that lady uh, with the cigar and the tattoos. She's already my favorite character. They said they're supposed to be... Why she hairy armpits, I don't understand. But everybody in video games, all women in video games shave all the time. When in Planet of the Apes, when the ladies in there are all like fucking clean, like, yeah, no, that's. No, I I understand. I'm just saying. I'm just observing. Does Horizon Zero Dawn, do you think she's going to lift her arms and it's going to be like she got two raccoons? If they do, I guarantee you she will somehow be fully head to toe. Hair free. Well, it's the, um, yeah. Norman Norman Reedus also is hair free. Well, so what are we gonna yeah. say? Anyway, um, uh, fucking what were we talking about? Oh yeah, no, Dishonored Two looks fucking great. All the new powers look great. The things they were saying about it sounds interesting because they we they had been talking about how um, you can play either as Corvo or as Emily. Both characters are fully voiced by actual professional voice actors, <laughs> which is very exciting. But another element that Harvey Smith, the creative director, was saying was that. You can also choose the beginning of the game to reject the gifts of the of the outsider, what, which so is to say your magic. Mode? Yeah. So you would only be playing with stealth and weapons, oh. which is an interesting variation. You want to hate yourself? Well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you this like game well, is no, all I about mean, choice, that's, that's, and that's yeah. interesting. That's, like I would never do. Hopefully it. Hopefully that affects the story too, because exactly, the fact that yeah. you're working for the overseer is like a big yeah. It's a the, huge, the other and yeah. that's a big story point. Yeah, uh, that's like also, in the Mar- beginning of a Mario game. We're like, you know, oh, Princess got stolen. Fuck the princess. I'm yeah, on a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was also talking about it with friend of the podcast Sid. Who, Sid is a huge Dishonored fan, and they were theorizing because there's a point in the trailer where if you're paying attention, you see Emily, who is the daughter of uh, the Empress who died in the first game, holding the heart. And the heart, we talked about at length on this podcast, is my favorite part of the last Dishonored game. Yeah. Um, it's this heart that, that really the only benefit, it, it gives you a tactical benefit in that you can see through walls to different elements. You can see where power-ups and collectibles are and stuff. But it, if you you can manipulate it and use it to learn more background information yeah. about yeah. either the environment or characters you're looking at. doesn't necessarily and help you in that sense with gameplay narr- stuff, it's but it's, yeah. it's, it's a nice mixture cool, of yeah. gameplay and narrative and just like, yeah. And what am I favorite moments of Dishonored is at some point, you know, I'm not, I didn't recognize the voice or anything that was speaking, but at some point in the game, there are a few lines of dialogue where all of a sudden out of nowhere, in the game, this is not text, this is subtext, the, I realized it was the Empress's heart. Yeah. And you learn over the course of the game if doesn't you find the stuff. Doesn't she say, I'm so cold? Yeah, she. That's one of the things she says. It's yeah. Like, ah, it makes my skin crawl. And if you, again, if you find certain things in the game, you learn that they were in a relationship together and that in fact, yeah, Corvo, the character you're playing is as, Emily, yeah. 
Tommy's father and all this stuff and the idea of having like this woman that you love her heart like, in your hand it. to protect your daughter <sighs> it's all very kind of visceral nice kind of ugh. but in yeah. this in the Dishonored Grisly. 2 trailer you see Emily holding the heart and yeah. um, in the background you see like the half of the Empress. So Sid's theory, and I think this is intriguing, is what if it, when you play Corvo, you maybe you communicate with the outsider, but the outsider can take different forms. What if in if you play as Emily, the outsider appears to you as the Empress? Yeah. Which would be fucked up! Super fucked up! Monster fucked up! Love you, Maria Bamford. Kimmy Schmidt level of, uh, yeah. That could be cool. We'll see. Anyway. Don't get too invested because oh, you sure. never know. Yeah, Because yeah, that game still doesn't come out for like another three months. But, uh, but, but it's uh, coming soon. It's, it's going to be July in two weeks, which means three months until October, which is Halloween. <laughs> also, video games. Wait. <laughs> that's my video games are robot coming is out that, Is that how you do time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck summer. Fuck solstice. Oh, video man. Yeah, we are recording this on the longest day of the year, which means starting tomorrow, days get shorter, which means Christmas is coming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I'd this love... is the complete opposite year time of the year from Christmas. But that yeah. means we're it, we're going we're there. This is the top of the roller coaster. <laughs> exactly. Now, sh- the last six months, it's been chugga 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 chugga. Now it's throw your hands up in the air. Video games, Christmas, Halloween, it's all coming. Yes. Wow. Cold weather, oh. neeply weather. See, this is why Bill and I are friends. Yeah, yeah no, put on I, mean, a I, I agree with you entirely. Oh. And I've, I almost I put on It's a Wonderful Life last night just to be like, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, on, I'm all up for the journey of Bill's year. You should savor <laughs> the time when you're at. Basically half as long oh, as most boy. other people. It really is. There's like the bullshit first half of the year, which is why are we even alive? Yeah. And yeah. then the rest of it's like, hey, okay. Hey, because my birthday happens. Yeah, that's, that's a good why. point, yeah. So yeah, E3, y'all talked about that, heard, read about this and other, lots of other things. But yeah, there's, it was, I, you know, it was, uh, there was nothing that really like shattered me. Oh, Zelda. We saw a little bit of, oh yeah, yeah, talk about Zelda, Bill. Zelda there's looks really good. A Skyrim Zelda. Yeah, well, it'll be it. interesting to see how Nintendo pulls that off because Nintendo's never been, they've never made an open world game like this. Yeah. Especially, uh, the, the funny thing is there's nothing the new Zelda game is doing that no other game has done before. Sure. It's just like, it's, you're hunting like Tomb Raider and just chopping down trees like Minecraft. Really done it. Yeah, and especially with like under like all wrapped up in the Zelda mm-hmm. banner, we'll see how that. Well, especially the game probably won't come out for another year and a half because it's supposed to be the launch game for the new system. Sure. I'm I'll be shocked if it comes out before next Christmas. They're saying it's supposed to come out next spring. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of issues. Makes it'll come out during the holiday season. Do you, but... How do you feel about a Zelda game that is fully voiced? <sighs> Semi fully voiced, Link oh, still doesn't talk. Really? Oh, oh, and then there's the whole fucking thing about. Did you saw the guy who makes Zelda these days? It's not Miyamoto who created Zelda, but it's Eiji Anuma who's been in charge of Zelda for like I the last twenty years. I saw one video with two old Japanese men. <laughs> That was probably those two guys. I don't really know guys. what was happening, but they so, were excited. Well, everyone, when they first revealed, like, this new Zelda, like, two years ago at E3, like, the, the what they showed off of Link looked really erogenous. Everyone's like, is that a lady? And so it was up. It was only up until this week that everyone's like, well, is that going to be, we're gonna be a, at least a playable lady? Wait, wait, wait. And then they put a dick bulge on Link? <laughs> well, you do wake up. You, like, you wake up in this cryogenic tank, and you got no, you got tiny little Link pants on. So yeah, it, and just a full-on morning hog. Oh man, he does. It's <laughs> just like <laughs> his ball like, sack's like a weather okay. balloon, and it's like it's like the morning slider. Hog. It's like the sli- That's really terrible. 
It's like the slider in Saints Row 3. No! Oh, did you see the, the what's her name? The the, the the voice actress lady from Saints Row 3? She, she was on stage for one of the events. Uh, Laura Bailey? Laura Bailey. She, uh, were, like, she, was, one of the, she was our favorite voice actor from uh, Saints Row She 3. was on stage for like, maybe she's Ubisoft or something. She's done a lot something. of voice work. So um, she's great. But... Okay, so uh, morning hog. Well, people were asking Anuma at E three, like, okay, well, is there a lady uh, playable character? And he's like, well, no. Like, we thought about maybe making Link a lady, but we figured if we're gonna make lady uh, a lady character in the Zelda games, we'd want it to be Princess Zelda. And then they asked him, like, well, okay, why didn't you make Princess Zelda the playable character in the game? And he says, what? Well, if we did that, what would Link do? Yeah, it's just like you're right. You're right. Yeah, what would he do? Whatever, whatever Zelda's been doing for the last 30 yeah. years, they've been making Zelda games. Also, and it's the most yeah. like not getting the point reaction. Yeah. And it yeah. just shows like how behind the. I mean, they're a year and a half. Maybe they'll fix it. They definitely won't. But I know it's not even worth holding out hope. But, but especially because, well, the only reason I thought about this because you said it was fully voiced, but like Link is still not voiced. Yeah. So it only would take like, well, you have to model like some clothing and stuff, but make a really flat chested, narrow hip. Come yeah. on. But do something just like. Yeah. You could just not define their gender. Well, that's the other thing, you know? too. I mean, I guess if he wakes up naked, it's a little bit harder to pull that off. Well, but you don't... Then I don't know how to... There's a... Sh- morning. There's a shower... Morning hug. ...stall. <laughs> just raging morning, morning hug. hug. <laughs> What's the lady version of that? Oh, my God. I'm but, not going to engage with that sentence. <laughs> hey, Is that uh, a thing? It's morning I'm, wood for ladies? Yeah. No. Annie, like, physical... Because I don't know. I mean... I'm if sure there's have, randiness, but if is there... you have a pleasant dream, you could wake up okay. ha- in the midst of a pleasant dream. Okay. I've also, here I'll be blunt, I've had orgasms in my sleep, so I've really? woken up with the consequences of that. Wait, wow. did, were, did you, were you conscious of the orga- orgasms when you were, like, in your, this, did you dream them? This just... is different now. <laughs> well, <laughs> we already talk. talked about it, Andy's big Real fat talk. black ass. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Anyway, hey, Bill, uh, what about... Oh, uh, it's also Studio Ghibli. They ripped off totally art stuff from Studio Ghibli. Left and right. Well, that's the other thing that drives me nuts about the female thing, is that they obviously specifically, like, especially, like, Nausicaa and Princess Mononoke and fucking Laputa, they're all female-led Studio Ghibli movies. They took all these lessons. And he's sitting there going, like, I can imagine this guy sitting there, like, re-watching those movies for reference for Zelda. He's like, but these movies are beautiful, but how do you... a woman's the star. What does she do while watching <laughs> Princess Mononoke stabbing someone to death or yeah. something? It's just like, come on, guy. It's just oddly, and this was uh, surprising to both of us. The game we kind of got most jazzed about uh, at E3 which was I didn't... Mafia Three, which yeah. they unveiled uh, like six months ago. Because the, the the politics stuff is what I heard yeah. about that, but I guess is the the first like kind of real unveil. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, tell me why you're excited about Mafia Three. It's just straight up a Grand Theft Auto. It does look like a last gen Grand Theft Auto. I mean, the yeah. Gameplay isn't necessarily the evolved. I th- I think it's prettier. Well, than... no, but my I mean, point is, is that there's not, they're not. The gameplay isn't anything new, but that those gameplay loops are so satisfying. Yeah. And to have that fucking Grand Theft Auto sense of humor removed, yeah, is always a fucking. Yeah, that's true and to, too. Yeah. And to just do a a hard nosed 
crime game. Yeah. And like, so you play uh, uh, this African-American dude back from Vietnam. Vietnam. Oh, is that what it is? And like, yeah. uh, you're in this fake New Orleans analog. And one thing that oh, I was Oh, can't they not just make it New Orleans? Oh, I guess if you're fighting it's the cops and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they just, they just, they're um, like, this is our New Orleans. Yeah. They call, they say it's like, this is our equivalent of New Orleans. It's like Liberty City is New well, Orleans. Well, because like, you're you know, like assassinating like cops. And, exactly. Like, you're, like, you don't want to say, okay, say, go shoot the New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, go kill the mayor of New Orleans. I mean, and the thing is, they're not, they're dealing with things that, that historic, yeah, I mean, aspects of things that historically happened, like the mob and their presence down. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and the, you know, the clan and all this sort of shit. Yeah. But one of the elements that I thought was really interesting was that over the course of the game, you have three allies, three lieutenants, um, who each kind of have their own... Uh, when you take over a district, you can assign one of your lieutenants to that district. And uh, there are different, you know benefits of signing people to districts mm-hmm. but if one of them starts to feel like they're being left out or alienated they'll turn on you and then you have to go take them out wow that's kind of cool. kind of an interesting Little empire element. building where you yeah. actually have to manage the people and it's not yeah. just like yeah. well they have that like in one of the like what grand theft auto san andreas where you're just kind of like if gangs started attacking your territory, you'd sure. lose it. But like, yeah. not like it wasn't like a person. Exactly, yeah. it wasn't like and a face, like a potential. A I mean, so assuming you have to fight them, you would lose them permanently through the game. Presumably, oh, yeah, because okay. you kill them. They were they were the talking. They were talking very heavily about like these are these things are happening because of choices that I made. Yeah, okay. Like because of who I assigned to what. Have you and... have you guys played the the other ones? No. no. Okay. No interest. Well, that's them. the thing. I never like. I think the last thing I heard about Mafia was like Mafia Two. I think did have like real life yeah. Playboy centerfolds. Because yeah. I think that's a place like in like Little Italy, like nineteen. Yeah, I think traditionally they've been like about the yeah. Italian mafia in New York. And so it, you know? that is nice to change a venue though. Like black people yeah. in the South. Shit. It's, in the sixties, uh, fuck. That soundtrack it looks like it's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's the thing. It sounds cool, but there's so much room for them fucking oh, sure. video games and politics and race. The so? thing is, I mean at the end of the day, it's an ultimately like It could be the new Bioshock Infinite that It's way, a but. really kind of racially and politically loaded game, and it's just a hyper violent Grand Theft Auto clone. Yeah. But there's something about the school of games, like where it's open worldy, go do the task. And like, there's the music. And Andy, you have a real soft spot for like B tier open world, just kind of messy. Like, one of my favorite games of all time is the Saboteur. Like, I'm a total sucker for this sort of shit. Well, what will happen is like, I'll run some missions and you'll find all the things. Yeah, Foley will do all the violent stuff and I'll do all, I'll find all the collectibles and explore the world. I'll stealthily murder everybody and then she'll, uh, she'll, she'll find all the collectibles. Yeah. Is there any online or offline co op stuff they announced this year that's not interesting? Aside from maybe Steep, we can play together. Yeah. I'm so not an online person it's a man you know what really took me surprise Mm -hmm. you know what really took me surprise at the fucking sony presser was the new uh call of duty game oh it looked like battlestar galactica or something like you're fucking up people from space a that all looked really rad i always like the dumb single player stuff b i had the hugest crush on salt the lady in that trailer like as soon as she starts talking i was just like i like i didn't your, even notice i like your voice <laughs> so you're gonna actually, i have listened you're gonna to it down for a call of duty this year a couple of times saying. um well, but uh i i have a crush on that lady. hey at least for black friday sales you can have something to look at i was gonna say i will not buy that game i will let someone else buy it and borrow it from them but yeah. i'm just saying uh that lady has space a really stuff nice voice. voice but i didn't know salt i have to go back and check it she had a very uh, nice voice She's the, she's the first. The, yeah, she's the, the, she's the only, one of the only people you, you talk walk, to. You yeah. walk into the bridge and everything. Okay. Like I think it was one of those things where I was Call of Duty, so I wasn't really paying attention until, yeah. like, until you're actually in zero-G space. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that actually looks pretty cool. You're blasting people like the... 
shattering their windows so they get yeah. excited. It's like, god damn. Okay. Uh, the Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, that's Yanomona. That it was. I was kind of shocked that they revealed so little. <coughs> the game's coming out in a year. Suppose that again. That might be one of those things where that's what they said a year ago, but sure. in the last year they. It's probably, well, no, they relatively recently they said yeah. What March. holiday next year? No, March next March. We'll see. I know. We'll see. Yeah, but we'll, point, we'll probably be playing the NX of the be, new Mass Effect side by side next Christmas. To be but. saying that, and have not they've revealed. Well, no this is more the last year. Three, that they have to hype it up before it comes out. That That's the true. alarming thing. That is true. Although... When people do say spring, there is reason to believe them because that's always like right before end of year reports. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. either that, either they're, they they've been bullshitting and they know they've been bullshitting, or they really do have incentive to get that out like this physical year because they've promised it to their shareholders. But exactly. What yeah. do you, like, it's an entirely new creative team and everything, right? Well, yeah. And what I'm really curious about is it's a whole new fucking universe. Yeah. And we all we've seen in the trailers are um, Krogan, Asari, and humans. Yeah, kind of a muckle faced Asari lady. Like She's kind of like a I teenage. Like she's got like and black like, makeup and she's yeah. like yeah. and it seems that they're le- they at least in this marketing material they were leading with abroad which is kind of great oh no they said they've come out and said femshep is like fem writer fem with a y yeah welcome video the, games the last one was named shepherd i they know shepherded you through right, the i like shepherd's a little more passive a little more star trekky writer is a little bit like i'm well, fucking a, it or it's a dog this is a western if you're small midget. like when you think about it it's a whole new. Oh, that's true. Going. It's a whole new frontier. And one of the things I like is that one of the they were in one of the interviews. They were talking about I can't remember which person on the team, but they're talking about the thing about in Mass Effect. You were already a soldier and a hero at the yeah. start of the game. Like this is all about a group of young people who are unproven, untested in this strange new place. They're all alone on the edge of the universe. Well, see, I I I'm still so much missed the kind of like '70s science fiction Star. I know, that first me game. Too. And if they can just, I know they can't just loop back around to that full time, but if they yeah. can just jack a little bit of that sense of wonder in this they game, just, you think yeah. it'd be, because you're going to drama and stuff, it should be easy because you're going to a whole new, there's so little science fiction stuff that's not just books, but like in terms of movies and video game stuff, where it's like intergalactic travel yeah. and exploration. Yeah. Well, you, and like the isolation of that. Well, and it's, like the in the trailer, it suggests it. that like you've been on some kind of generational ship for like at least yeah. a couple hundred years. Yeah. And so you're like, your family and everything's probably long since yeah. dead. And God knows how you're ever going to get back to Earth yeah. or like what the hell's going on. I don't know if it's a mistake that you've been out there that long or what, or this is already what you signed up for. Do you think you're what? well rested? Like, do I think I'm like well like after rested. that log of sleeps? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like do you think you just actually wake up? You're a fucking vampire. You never need to sleep again. Two or sleep. Yeah. Like, you're like I got us. I well, got us. You wake up and, and then she's like, we made it. She's gonna ping 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 ping. Yeah. Imagine all the orgasm she dreamt about. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, like. All the orgasms. I know that's <laughs> that was told in confidence on a podcast. <laughs> I was told in confidence the entire internet. Yeah. Um, all, all, all of our carload of listeners. Okay, exactly. Guys, you better Bless not tell you, the internet. Everyone, yeah. thanks, Phil. Oh. Um, oh man, I did find the best toilet paper this week. I was thinking about what. Yeah, I was gonna pimp it on the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what the brand samples. was. I got a brand new pimp. I think it's like blue labeled Cottonelle. It's one of those things where you don't realize. <laughs> You're, you don't have good toilet paper until yeah. you, have, you have good toilet no, yeah. paper. It could be Seriously. a random thing where you're just yeah. looking for one of the cheapest things at the grocery yeah. store and yeah. you bring it home. You're like, this is an actual substantial upgrade from what I was just yeah. using. And God forbid it'll probably be off the market in six months anyway, so it doesn't you're matter. Like, what, but I, like, what I was using before was instead I could put my finger through it. That's yeah. what I was like. No this, it's, it's, it's like a little... It's, Some it's, things are worth spending a little bit It's, it's like wiping your ass with a, with a, with a, with a fluffy blanket <laughs> that you can't poke your finger through. <laughs> <laughs> That's my commercial. 
Mass Effect Andromeda, <laughs> they have said, is their biggest game to date. So it's exciting to think it's bigger than Dragon Strong. Age. More than, more than six hallways you can walk down. Hey, go to hell, because Dragon Age Inquisition, <laughs> Wait, it was big. you did not finish it. Yeah, it's fucking, there no, are parts of Dragon Age Inquisition where I was like, because there's so much to do. Exactly. Like, I, there are parts of Dragon Age Inquisition where I would encounter a whole new area that was as big as all the other areas. They're like, go do. It's optional. I was like, Go to hell, Dragon Age! <laughs> I, I remember the time you let me play it and I walked into a place in the hinterlands and I found all the bears. You found all of the bears. I mean, I at found once. all the bears. <laughs> like all a at convention. once. That was not fun. Um, the other thing that was kind of a big surprise was the fucking Spider Man game for this PlayStation everyone, exclusive. Only anyone cared about was his costume because it looks like an American flag. Dumb. He's got a white spider. It's a really bad it a costume. Dopey, but yeah. But, uh, well, and it came out of nowhere. Isn't it made it's... by some of the same people who were making, like, the Spider-Man's games just a couple years ago I or thought so, but no, it's a different, it's a totally different team. It's the, it's, is it Insomniac? It's not. Oh yeah, that's what punch. it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's Insomniac. What's, who's Insomniac? Oh no, they did Ratchet and Clank, right? Yeah. That I, I was reading about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, but it's not tied to the new movie that's coming out like a year from uh, now? They didn't say one way or the other. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was interesting. You um, can never not be sure. <laughs> you can In never these days? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, and the only other game, and it did have an online component, was I'm actually excited about the new Forza Horizon. It looked Why, cars get to make love. Cars get to make love. Uh, no, there's it's you're driving through Australia, which okay. right there I'm really excited about. The last Forza Horizon you know, game was really fun, and you it know was again, Overwatch has two Australian characters, right? <laughs> yep, and a, hot, a whole lot of hot, sexy ladies. Not good enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that shoot each other all day in the face repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Forza Horizon. I don't know. Okay, so what? Like, well, the, the last one had like online stuff that yeah, you could do. Yeah. yeah. And oh, they, okay. they were, they well, were, no, we played together. They were like, pushing yeah. the co-op. How you have co-op driving, I don't understand. <laughs> Are you running other we, people off the road? No. no. That's, what Foley was, that's why Foley said they're in love, because there was one scene where there was like, there was like these two cars on a beach. And honest to Christ, not a joke. My first thought seeing two cars driving side by side on a beach was... They're in love. Not they're having a race. I did not without blinking. No joke. I was like, they're in love. Any any of your credit to your gender. I was was waiting for their side. You should ever do a live commentary. (laughs) Are they kissing? I was waiting for their side mirrors. Is this Mass Effect? Is there a planet of cars? (laughs) I swear to God. They open, they open their car doors so that they can touch it. Touch it was like the most childlike moment I have experienced in over a day. Yeah, yeah. If you're walking down a sunset beach and you find two Seriously? snow cones left in the sand, you might go, they're in love. Yeah. I need to leave them alone. This is a private moment. <laughs> oh. Fucking video games. Dear Man. God. Well, okay. Well, that's especially because people were talking about how it was such an empty space. Yeah. People were talking about you could just record pot, like Giant Bomb was talking about. Because usually it's so packed and crazy and noisy, like you have to get the fuck away if you ever want to talk to anybody. Are we they talking they were, about E3? Yeah, E3. They were or, talking. They were recording okay. podcasts like on the show floor, yeah. just because oh, it was shit. so empty and there was no one there, huh. and just like, yeah, as I said it was pretty ghastly in terms of like, and yeah, half the people were there was like, we have no idea why we're here. Like almost no one else is here to see the games that were showing off. And so it's like a big question to see what the hell E3 is going to be like next year. Yeah, well, especially because died out and came back. And now... Yeah, and there's going to be a hardware launch in the next yeah. 18 months yeah. for all the console manufacturers. Yeah. And you got that's a big jump. fucking VR coming and all these new yeah new. Ga- I don't know. We'll see what happens, but huh? Yeah, In- interesting. But hey, at least video games are still coming. It's good. Uh, Bill, what the hell else, Bill? So you played the Force Awakens Lego Doom and uh, Resident Evil 7 yeah, tra- demos? Yeah, uh, the Doom demos. Well, Doom was just a, there was a free demo. Mm-hmm. People have been raving about how good that Doom yeah. 
Who gives a fuck about Doom? Mm-hmm. I played the demo. You shoot aliens. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard that it's just a really competent for Yeah, if you is. really, especially if you grew up playing the original Doom, yeah. which I played a little bit, but it seems okay. I'll buy it when it's like 20 bucks. Sure. On Black Friday. It seems pretty cool. Uh, Resident Evil 5 or Resident Evil 7. It is all first person. It doesn't have to seem to do anything to do with the other Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. You're just, they totally, remember the PT thing yeah. that Capcom was yeah. doing? That they shut down? Yeah. Capcom just went, no, Capcom, who's PT? Was that Konami? Yeah, because that yeah. was supposed to be a Kideo Kojima thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shut that down, so Capcom went, oh, we should just rip that off for Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Because it's just first person, you're in a scary house, just like that's what the PD demo was. Yeah. Not that you guys played it. No, but, I, but I saw it. Whereas in the PT yeah. demo, you were in a, like an empty, clean, polished kind of mansion house. Uh-huh. This one, you're in the most like Texas Chainsaw Massacre possible. Yeah. It's spooky. Like, ha- like, like you go, like you go into the microwave, microwave crusted with blood. <laughs> you open hell. the microwave. There's like a rose. There's like a microwave crow in the microwave. <laughs> Just that kind. Of, like, how is this a place where anyone has even lived? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, it's that's... so cartoonishly like. That's what Sometimes you need to reheat your crow. <laughs> Sometimes the crow is um, cold. There is right. one cool part in the demo, though, where uh, in order to f- you're just trying to figure out how to get out of the house. You're trying to find a key that will unlock the front door so you can leave. It's the mm-hmm. easy, simplest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in order to find that key, uh, it's at one point you find a VHS tape that you have to pop into a uh, you know the VHS player mm-hmm. and watch the footage on TV to see where the key is. And so what it does is you start watching this footage... Uh, uh, VHS of people had had come to the house previously, and once you start watching, it does this nice thing of suddenly you're controlling the cameraman on the TV ah! that you're watching. So it's still first person, sure, but now sure. it's kind of like this weird nested egg first person ah, kind of thing. And it's great because like it starts uh, because it's still first person, but it, like has this like great VHS VHS like mid nineties nice. effect over it. Nice. And so you're still walking around the house that you're just in, but now it's like 15 years earlier. And of course, you you're you're running around with yourself and a couple other characters, and you all get killed. But now you know where. Like, they discovered the key, but you don't know, know where their bodies are, so you have to get the key and get out. But it's kind of a nice little, I don't know. Yeah, that's a clever I don't know. Is it uh, like one of those get-out-of-a-locked-room things? Kind of, yeah, like it's almost... Building? If there were dead crows in the microwave, that's, yeah, jump-scare shit. And, uh, yeah, I played the Force Awakens uh, Lego demonstration, which I'm bummed that you guys didn't care for, because the co-op is so bad. Uh, Just because the split-screen was really, really unacceptable. Like, it shifted... What was really unsettling was that it shifted... From, like, depending on where your character was in the screen, it shifted which side your screen was on. So it would that slide to the top of the screen, dumb. to the side, and back again. There's got to be just, some way to fix that. It was nauseating. Like, it actually was messing with well, my perception I'm gonna of buy, space I'm going to buy single a single player, bit. so if you guys want to borrow it just to see if you they... You know, f- those Lego games are fun. They're fun yeah. enough. But I only... But, I mean, the whole thing is that I want to play with Foley. I want you want to play as Ray and Finn. And they actually brought... I They brought the actors back to record, yeah, like, game-specific lives, really and that cute. killed me. Because Ray's really like, oh, cute. I'm going to have to fix this. Well, you know, you know that they... they they, they found out that a Lego that Lego was making a Star Wars thing, and both of them went, "Well, we get to do our voices, right?" Oh, really? Is that what happened? Yeah, they both went, "We get to do our voices," Aww. and they said, "Well, no, normally like they, they hire a sound alike, yeah, sound alike, and stuff like that." And John Boyega and Daisy Ridley were like, "I don't want anybody else doing my voice." <laughs> like, well, that's no, 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 no. they're like, "No, no, no, no. Can, can we do it?" And they're like. Okay, Aww. you can come in and do VO They're such for cuties. It. They got really excited about it. That it's is that surprised me when I first started because I'd playing. I've been playing a little bit of Lego Dimensions, and that like when you go into Ghostbusters World, it's just canned sure. recordings from the movie. Sure. Uh, although uh, Rick Moranis, I guess they couldn't get his voice, so it is like, a sound alike for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, it's Sigourney Weaver saying blah blah blah, whatever line from the movie, but. You know, I obviously didn't bring back anyone to record new stuff for the uh-huh. game. But that was a nice thing for the first weekends thing, and like you know, they start off with canned 
dialogue from the movie, and suddenly, like, Daisy Ridley says, okay, we have to go over here and put this together. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. And that's John Boyega going, hey, come on. Yeah. I'm like, hey, wait a sec. This is yeah. actually, like... It's cute. That Actually, that sold me on buying the game more yeah. than anything else. Yeah, they're, like, they're my friends. Yeah, so you <laughs> can borrow from friends. me. Yeah, space friends. And they can play that. It's a lady that's and a really black guy in a Star Wars Lego game. When that's you, really Danny, cute. when you first moved to Portland and we were playing crappy Star Wars Lego games back yeah. then. Like, to think that, like, ten years from now, we, like, you could be complaining about the co-op for the Star Wars Lego game yeah. based on Episode 7 starring a black guy and a yeah. lady. Uh, and damn cool. The games have not evolved at all. <laughs> no, the game. they're largely Even the UI, the, the font is exactly the same yep. in those games. It's really they impressive. They made a trillion dollars. Buy a new well, font license. <laughs> it sounds like they put all the money into the new, what is it called, Lego Universe game? That's like Minecraft. Oh, is that? They finally oh, made a fucking right, Lego yeah. Minecraft game. Oh, which is, long enough. Yeah, I know. Anywho. Uh, the only video game I actually played was Uh-oh. I finally beat the Banner Saga 2. How was that? Uh, I fucking, it took me until Banner Saga 2 to finally figure out the strategic way to play Banner Saga. I talked about this a little bit in the podcast, but uh, the game, it's not that the game gets easier per se. The whole point of the Banner Saga is brutal misery and everyone's going to die. Yeah. It'll, and the whole world is going to die. But um, uh, the gameplay became so much more enjoyable once I finally figured out the fucking strategy of it, in which the game had been trying to tell me all along. There are all these tutorials where it's like, no, do this. No, do this. And I was like, but I want to play like a normal turn-based RPG. I want to kill all the dudes. Like, no, 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 no. So what was the them. thing that you're doing wrong? You have to... the the. The trick is, um, uh, they present two, everybody has two ratings, a shield rating and a strength rating. And traditionally it's, it's blue and red. You want the red score to go to zero. Like you want to kill them. But the red score isn't just their health. When the red score goes to zero, they do die, but it is truly their strength rating. So if the, the lower their strength rating, the less damage they can do. Okay. And also the, the core mechanic of Banner Saga is it's I go, then you go, then I go, then you go. So it is to your advantage to have lots of weak enemies on the board versus fewer stronger enemies on the board. Yeah. So you want to you want to whittle down at everybody and keep them alive but limping and only wipe them out once everybody's, you know, down and nothing. Yeah. So, and it took me fucking until the second, halfway through the second game to fucking learn this fucking core mechanic of the game. Hmm. So, uh, well, at least anyway. you got that far without, like, destroying your team, because I know there's, yeah. like, permadeath and stuff in that game. Yeah, so I, uh, um, I, I really enjoyed it, though, and at the oh. end of it, I really wanted to replay the whole thing over again, so. Which, yeah, well, is there, like, different endings and stuff, depending on your choices? Uh, so there should be incentive to replay. At the end, of, well, during the game, there are all these little multiple choice moments that meant that make kind of micro impacts and there are a few moments where there are actual true pivots in the game but at the very end of the first game you determine which of two characters lives or dies and uh, I chose one route on this game playthrough and I really do want to go back to my first game finish with the other one and uh, take it fully just took the yarn Yoshi amiibo and zipped it up into her hoodie you know, it's her little friend. I've got three of those. You can take the other two out of the cases and, and play with she them. She just gave it a tiny kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it is very They're sweet. super goddamn cute. Anyway, Banner Saga real good. There was Aww. finally sex in the Banner Saga too, which I Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, there was finally a fuck statue, and we fucked underneath it. I'm like, thank you, Banner Saga. Which character's fucked? Uh, well, in my world, Rook was alive from the first game. So uh-huh. Rook and Odlef, 
they've had their is it all straight relationship. Uh, stuff or what? There's no romance in the game. These two characters just fucked. I, oh, okay. I tweeted about it, and Sid was like, "There's romance." I'm like, no, 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 Sid. They fucked. No, they fucked. <laughs> they yeah. had they had a moment it's of like spite life. during a death march, and they fucked. Oh, but my God. anyway, oh, that's cool. Like I that. love Banner Saga. It's such a good. What game. else are we doing? Anything? Uh, Bill, what what's up with Raiders Elstree? Oh, what? so uh, two new documentaries came out on iTunes. Uh-huh. The first one is uh, called Elstree 1976, and it's a documentary mm-hmm. where these guys just went out to interview a bunch of random extras who, who were in the first Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them uncredited, like random store trooper, this guy over yeah. here, random yeah. rebel pilot over here, mm-hmm. just talking about like their 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 you know their time on the film and stuff. They talked sure. to the guy who played Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back and stuff. Nice. And I've only watched the first half of it, but it seems cute. And yeah. just mostly just talking to a bunch of now. Like sixty or seventy year old British people, yeah, saying I was there forty years ago. Uh, there was this man named George Lucas, and he made me coffee, and it was really nice. <laughs> the the stormtrooper caught piece pinched, but it was jolly good. You know, it's, yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that for an hour and a half, or at least the first <laughs> forty five minutes I've seen. Uh, the other one is called. Uh, I forgot what it's exactly it's called, but you guys have heard about the kids made their own ad- mm-hmm. adaptation of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. This is the documentary about this kids. Yeah, no, Remake I, of yeah, I was showing yeah. at the Hollywood and everything too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. It's on well, iTunes. I just wanted to make sure. I'm yeah. in. I'm down. But this is a documentary. What the kids It's do. not the thingy. <laughs> it's just the documentary about, about the, the thingy. thingy. Okay. Yeah, and it was specifically about Eli Roth, like how he found out about them and kind of like. He's the one that kind of elevated like them. Elevated them. He's yeah. the one that brought them to attention of like Harry Knowles and AdaCool.com yeah. and got, made it so that they could have a Kickstarter. So I guess when they first made this adaptation, kids' ad- adaptation of Raise the Lost Ark, they were able to film all the scenes except for one, which is the big fight uh, in the German airplane towards the end of the movie. Uh, uh-huh. Because like the, the big uh, mechanic Nazi gets chopped mm-hmm. up in the propeller blades just because they couldn't figure out how to do all the propeller blades and it's an airplane and all this yeah. stuff. And so they had a Kickstarter a couple of years ago saying, hey, we're the guys who made this, like, kids' adaptation of Raiders of the Lost Ark 30 years ago. Uh, if you give us some money, uh, we can actually build an airplane and kind of, like, finish the, the our record. Even though we're all 40 years old now, we can yeah. finally finish this movie. And so the, the documentary is just about how they made the original portion of the movie and just them kind of doing the Kickstarter portion now. Interesting. They run out of money, like, halfway through, but they do build, like, a full-scale recreation. I mean, nice. it really looks fucking close to the movie uh, the charm of the rest of the movie seems to be the fact that they filmed everything in their parents basements when they're yeah, 12 yeah. so it's funny now with kickstarter money with eli yeah. roth giving them a couple bucks yeah now they built pretty much recreated the entire set from yeah. that part of rage of the lost ark a little different and so it's a little bit different and yeah. the the biggest drama in the movies they get rained on a little bit and like one of the guys like works at ea as a quality qa guy and he's uh-huh. threatening to get fired if he doesn't come back soon because he's already yeah. been like devoting so much time to finishing this movie yeah but of course they do finish it and he doesn't have to give up his job but it's a cute little thing that's oh, adorable the most horrifying thing is this, the special effects guy they hired to blow up the airplane it's the climax of this segment of the film it's the climax of the documentary at least um, the only half the charges on the airplane go off, like on the bottom oh, half of the airplane, because it essentially blows the bottom of the airplane out. <laughs> and so he goes over to check the airplane <gasps> to see why it didn't go off. Halfway there, it does. The rest of it does explode, knocks him on his ass. He looks like he's almost dead for a second. It has the first mistake I've seen. Other m- movie stuff, even I know not to. Yeah. Like if you've got an unexploded thing, you don't do go. Not go near it. Yeah. At least even just wait. If you're gonna be that stupid, at least wait an hour to see if it's gonna yeah. go off by itself. Don't just go. Oh. That didn't go off. I'll go check it. 
And so he doesn't die, but that's the other, like, dear lord, dude. But he should have. He's a yeah. quote-unquote professional. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, because he spends the rest of the movie kind of, like, chastising everyone. It's like, you know, I'm a professional. You guys did this. And then he almost gets blown and up. And he's the one who blows himself dear up. Dear lord. Uh, but yeah, so that was cute. Uh, so. uh, the only thing we really watched this week, we, we've been watching a lot of YouTube because we've been yeah. consuming so much um, Edwardian farm and uh, Is that still on YouTube? Tick. Oh, yeah. But, I tried uh, to find Torrance for that. Couldn't we, find a good one. Um, it's all on YouTube, my dude. Uh, it's nice to have hard copies no, so you that's share true. with other people. I'm, I think I'm going to download them from YouTube sometime. But oh. anyway, uh, shh, I never... Wait, you can do that? Yeah, dude, I'll cook you up. Anyway, okay. um, oh. so uh, the... Uh, last night, we randomly were flipping through Netflix, and Netflix just added some more turn which is this abc original series with washington AMC. spies washington spies i see the or ads and i was like this is like they tried to do game of thrones with american it's, revolution it's, no it's we started to watch it no that's it well game of thrones is good too but you know what i mean that's like obviously the show probably wouldn't have been greenlit for or somebody you know that was someone's pitch for this thing but uh the, the whole thing is are there tits no. No, not so far. <laughs> yeah. uh, the um, the thing is, the protagonist is played by Jamie Bell. And I forgot how much I fucking love Jamie Bell. Yeah, he's, he's such Billy a Elliot good whatever, actor. Right? Yeah, he was Billy Elliot. He was the Hulk in the he's, last Fantastic Four. He's such a compelling was he actor. Hulk? He was, no, he was the, the thing, thing in the okay, last yeah. Fantastic Four. Um, he's such a compelling actor. Like, I can't tell if I like this show or if I just really like him no, in this show. It's pretty good. How the much have you guys watched? Really good. We watched the first three episodes. Um, You're saying this is better than Outcast? Outlander? Outlander. Yes. Outlander's not my speed. <laughs> to so. say the least, I like how Because it seems like you know people who like it, so you're I not going to shit so talk it. I know so many people who love Outlander. Well, no, I've uh, shit-talked Outlander on this podcast. Yeah. I know so many people who love Outlander, and here's the thing. I own way too many trashy romance novels <laughs> to make fun of anybody yeah. for liking Outlander. So more I guess it got a little bit better not, this year because they're all in Paris, like doing like courtly shit. Anyway. Not to put too fine a point on it, I read a lot of romance novels, and that shit is like entry level romance novels. I like to read I, AP romance if novels. If you ever leave your iPad around me, that's no, the first thing I'm gonna be like, do not. what is this stuff that Annie's nope. into that makes all this like secretary nope. look like fucking Muppet babies? Nope. Yeah. Muppet no one needs to know. <laughs> that's between me, my God, and my Kindle. Thank you. Yeah, you're um, the, Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, so that was. I'm gonna have to trick you. I'm like, Annie, I found this thing. What's the fetish for name for it called? Oh, oh, then you have to play dumb. Like, I, I, I don't know what that is. I've diapers never, are. It's. Um, I have never read anything with a fetish that I didn't. Like, that wasn't. I would consider a relatively mainstream fetish. Oh, really? Like okay. Yeah. yeah. It makes like our, sounding. It makes our. Re- yeah. I actually did read one gay romance novel with sounding, and it was the Which most. Which one sounding? Is that putting stuff in the in, in, in the in the in the dinger? And it was actually the most beautiful. That sounds like what it would be. Beautiful things I've ever really. Read. It was really lovely. That's one of my favorite things about was romance. He, was the guy deaf and blind? That's all he can communicate to his lover is it by like sci-fi. tapping out messages through his dig. It was a sci-fi book actually, yeah. oh, really? and um, the uh, dude was a this giant monster man. So I was like, "How will we make love?" Well, there you go. And it sounds dumb. Did he stick his dick silly. in the monster stick? That's a thing I've seen recently. Is fuckable dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He did not. I but my favorite play. thing about I about well, fuckable tits too. That's another thing. Uh, but I saw the fuckable well, tits before I saw the fuckable. You can fuck tits. No, but this is, is... it like you insert somehow into these. This, this is a fetish cooked up by guys who are oh, most guys are under the belief that the human nipple, especially <laughs> oh women, my God, is no. just it's a not. fire hose. It's, 
that if you uh, manipulate enough, he gets pretty much stick. I, I mean, this is like shove your dick in a sponge if you really try. If you want to destroy that sponge, <laughs> yeah. But they're assuming that like if you oh, really, boy. if you really get your woman mellow and drunk, <laughs> she'll be loose enough that her nipple will let your dick in it. <laughs> nah. Oh, you know what? Boy. The public education okay. system has That's failed what I'm America. The thing that I like about romance is that a good <laughs> romance where you really dig the characters, it's actually really sweet when it's a fetish or something or kink that you're not into. Because okay. it's just like you all of a sudden get this human empathy of like, oh, I totally get why in this moment sounding is a really romantic What's and intimate thing to do. What's the most left field fetish you've seen pop up in one of the books that yeah. actually still worked as a scene, but even if you're like, I don't I know what this is. I haven't read anything super extreme. Okay. I mean, it's all been like, it's like, this is something I'm not into. No one got sweet. turned into a sex doll or something like no. that? Or? Okay. I don't read, no, I, I've never, I don't read things that are like fantastical either. I like books that are about normal Yeah, grounded people. stuff. Because it's like. Science fiction thing where it takes sounds of Okay, fuck right. off. Go to hell. Even then, they were having like magical fantasy sex. It was yeah, like, yeah. it was just one of them was a giant, you know, mutated. Man. I need to anyway. commission me some good Star Wars porn. Nope. Do it anonymously. Nope. You know, Bill, I don't need to share that relationship with I you. Know. That's <laughs> it's almost like human beings show each other facets of each other than like, you know, yeah. Annie, what I'm saying, you can have no private parts with me. You have to be totally... <laughs> yeah. I've already said way too much of this week's Boy Howdy podcast. Welcome to Boy Howdy evening mode. <laughs> yeah, Boy Howdy after dark. When Bill and Annie oh. and Foley record after 6 p.m. But now I'm just saying, I can, I can understand dicks fucking dicks, even though that makes you, uh, even less God, sense. I don't even have a dick and that makes I my dick I think that's a foreskin hurt. thing, too, the idea if you have a foreskin, okay. you can at least trade off okay, sure. a little bit. If you have a, I can, I can, okay. extra long foreskin, okay, is it hotter with that. or without foreskin? I am not. I've never I interacted with Peters. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. If it's all intellectual to me. Yeah. Don't ask me. Foley's a full blown lesbian. <laughs> she has no dick opinions. I'm go get another ecto cooler. <laughs> we got plenty. Anyway, let's literally talk about anything else. Hey guys, it's time to take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week in Review. If you my head. Ooh, baby, it's a long way down to the So I rewatched Utopia since I realized my podcast, and I, I, I watched there's on all the special features on there. One of them is about all the Disney references. Yeah. And like there's like a background character, two little kids, and like Frozen. Dressed like Frozen, up, yeah, and now, like yeah. all these little things, and they had Mickey and Cloudhouser's face. And the whole time, I'm like they talked about how Disney's Robin Hood was an inspiration for this. And I'm like, where is the Disney's Robin Hood reference? And I found the most explicit one. I finally recognized it in this last one, last time I saw it, uh, when uh, Nick, at the end of the movie, there is a point, and this is very extreme, but it's there. Uh, at the end of the movie, there's a point where Nick uh, is wearing sunglasses, I think it's oh. during his graduation, and he lifts his sunglasses and winks, and it's oh. the exact same motion and like body language and everything as when Robin is pretending to be the blind man in Disney's Robin Hood and lifts up his sunglasses and wings. It so. is. It's so great. It's really cute. I'm like, is that the most overt <laughs> reference, though? Because, yeah, because Nick and uh, uh, Judy at the end are dressed in the same color as Burr Rabbit and Burr Fox at the end of Song of the South, and that's a more overt I know. extended riff. Yeah. Um, Even, especially since they say over and over that Disney's Robin Hood was one of their inspirations. There's no hypnotizing snake? Nope. 
There's no. Are there any? I don't think we well, need counter any reptiles. She thought the lions just look like the lions from the. Do you only? Is, how many lions are there in the? You Robin see Prince Hood. John at the end. You see King Richard. Okay. You could say that uh, Proudheart or whatever his name is looks a little bit like Richard. A and bit. you could say if his name is Proudheart, Richard the Lionheart. Uh, that's a, I think it actually is just Lionheart in the in the movie. That yeah. might be yeah, maybe that's the other thing is Lionheart because it's maybe. Mayor Lionheart. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this is the part of our podcast where we do the Geek Week interview. This is where Bill has noted news the week that was... What the fuck is Unikitty's vehicle? It's a... <laughs> it's like a little duck thing. <laughs> what like, is it? Just looking at the Lego Dimensions Unikitty thing. What, yeah, because every character comes with a vehicle. Okay, I don't know what faces they give you for Unikitty, but check out the face on the back of the box. Uh, it seems happy in all of she them. She looks drawn. She does look fucking <laughs> toasted. Uh, that's Allison Brie, though. That's, that's, that's... Uh, man... Have you guys ever seen much of Community? No. I watched like one episode and it was I, so That was not my, my jam. influence, but actually, Alison Brie is the thing kind of getting How you doing? She's not my type, really. Really? Because nope. she's kind of like the American Kellen de Vernas. No. Nope. Can I say that nope. out loud and not get shot? Well, no. Because she's kind of like honey, the Bucks and me brunette. How you, you doing? You don't walk around with no. guns. And That's also, just... it's like not, um, it's not just a physical thing. I know, it's but like, it's like a personality know, thing. And it's the voice and it's like a whole thing. So yeah. anyway, Geek Week interview. A freaky fifth housemate was lurking in the shadows of a bunch of episodes of The Young Ones. Uh, yeah, this just came out. Somebody uh, had noticed uh, just recently that in a couple episodes of The Young Ones, you just see a random person. Person in the background, like uh, almost dressed like the 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 fucking ghost from the from the ring movies. Oh yeah, like somebody like you can't tell the sexes because it's just long black hair. Uh-huh. Somebody just huddled up in the corner, like bare feet, bare shoes, like like just kind of really? like dressed in rags. Uh-huh. And it's not just like a one off thing in one episode, but it happens in a bunch of episodes. And someone's finally like they got in touch with one of the writers, and the writer was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" So he the, so the same writer got in touch with uh, one of the directors, and the director goes, "Oh yeah, we just threw that in as an in joke." We, we had, like, one guy who we just put him in a weird <laughs> random costume to, just to suggest that maybe this guy's just, like, uh, uh, just, like, squatting there and no one else, for some reason, doesn't notice him. So it's kind of it's just weird that the show could exist for, like, 30, 35 yeah. years. And just, like, within, like, last year, someone goes, the hell is up. that? So this is kind of a funny little thing. Huh. Yeah. That's I, interesting. I feel bad bringing up the young ones because that is completely out. The, yeah, that's not it's an not anything. But that, well, that's you, okay. You're allowed to like Well, me. that show, show is also filled with tons of in-jokes, too, and that's one of the, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's, it's one that kind of slipped by everyone for 20 yeah. years. Even the director guy had to think about it for a minute. Yeah, go, I know. Oh, oh, yeah, we did slip a random guy into like half a dozen we episodes who just hanging out in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Oh, that oh, was cute. Uh, no Man's Sky developers settled a lawsuit with Sky TV over their use of the word Sky. Well, everyone's wondering because they just delayed the game by a month and a half just randomly because the game was supposed to come out like this week or next week. No and way. just like like last month, they were just suddenly like, we can't say why, but we're delaying the game until August. And they just came out this week. They didn't say specifically this is why, but yeah, it turns out they were being sued by Sky TV, the cable oh, network in Europe. Ridiculous. Over the and they said uh, it was actually they're really lucky they got away with this because uh, this uh, Sky TV also sued. There was uh, some kind of service by Microsoft a couple of years that was supposed to be called like Sky Vision, mm-hmm. but they had to change it into like like Univision or something like that mm. because Sky TV went uh, after them when they announced the name. So they were that's so weird. So they have the name. So it's gonna be No Man's Sky, but. Yeah, and it would suck if they had to change the name of the especially, 11th hour. Especially, like, this one that was no heavily promoted games. Yeah. Any other game you could probably get away with. It's so hugely a... hyped for, like, for what it is. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's, that's an indie studio, too. It's not like, like, that's... it's not like Sony being sued. It's that's like, ridiculous. I know, which is just. It's yeah. as bad as that edge troll. Yeah. Edging? What? <laughs> We're not talking anymore Edging, about sex or fetishes. 
Nope, we're not talking anymore about sex and fetishes. Rest I think in I peace. accidentally edged too often. <laughs> like Is it edging when it's accidental? You the just yard? can't finish off? Yarp? The yard? Oh, uh, that's... Wait, edging in the yard? Yeah. Oh, but what if you get your penis stuck in the... In like with the, the weed lawnmower. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm well, done. When you're horny man, you have to watch out where your penis is next to, because then suddenly... At least a lady, it's all internal. Annie. Someone told me... Was it you, Foley, who told me that instead of just letting Bill go on, that I should challenge him on everything? <laughs> yeah, Bill! Confront! You have to be careful where your penis goes! Why is it the thing in improv always say yes and? <laughs> yes and. Yes and. Yes, yes and. and. What if you talk this shit, you motherfucker? <laughs> you think you're blowing my mind? No, I don't, know, I don't know if I want to challenge you to go to a new I want to watch it. Hey, let's talk about a bummer. Let's bring are it down again. Are you ever afraid your again. balls are going to leak? Is let's it, bring it down again. Rest it, in peace, Anton Ch- Yelchin. Yeah, this is... Um, so did sucks. you see that his... So I, I guess really he had a cheap Cherokee. That, that his make of Jeep got recalled two months ago for this very same problem where like if you kept it in park it could slide out of park and go into neutral I guess and so yeah he got squished by his own jeep and so we'll see what happens with that but that's pretty yeah that's dude was only 27 up. I know he was, he was so a good check he's in that green room movie he's, uh, he's a really good actor he uh Patrick Stewart and um Freckles Mc- McCleavage are the main characters I cannot refer to a woman by her breast Jessica breasts. Chastain no fucking it is who I would assume. Uh, hold on. Really? Stop, stop, stop. Christina Hendricks. Oh, is she tits? freckles in the She has tits. I mean, I'm, She's just, tits I'm just throwing out freckles no! with boobs. Ali Shawkat. Oh. oh. Those three, it's it's Ali Shawkat, Patrick Stewart, and Yana. In mean, that movie that filmed here in Portland, yeah, that, fr- that comes freckles. out on iTunes two weeks from now. Freckles yeah. McCleavage. Yeah, yeah that's she what I'm is Freckles McCleavage. Yeah. Yeah. Did she have freckles on the cleavage? Oh, I never noticed. They're everywhere, girl. She got the whole, you know. She's real cute. She's the Alison Brebo freckles. We're talking about... What? Anton Yelchin. Yeah, he passed away. But Tilly Freckles. We're gonna we're gonna experience life. We're gonna embrace joy. <laughs> embrace joy. Anyway, dude was talented. That sucks. He was a good check off. He was a, he was oh, one of the cutest members. Granted, he was playing the baby of that cast. But yeah, he was he was he, he was a better check off than the original check off. He, he actually sounded Russian. He wasn't just like Um, we saw him in some other stuff. He was in one of the Terminator movies. Was he in that? Let's see. I'll look it up. Anyway, he and didn't actually really liked him. Yeah, I, I he did a good enough Russian a- accent. I didn't realize he was actually American. Um, fucking if your car gets recalled. Yeah, be careful. Your oh, he was yeah. in the Smurfs Fright Night. Nope. There we go. Uh, Star Trek of. Beyond. Hey, Hearts and Atlantis. Along came a spider. Oh, wow. Uh, Steven Spielberg miniseries Taken. Never heard of that. Star Trek is his big thing. Yeah, so. But yeah, so that's just a really freak accident. That's like, yeah. yeah if you get out of your car, especially no. if you're an incline. Don't get out of your car. Gonna say it. Go over that hill with your car. You're safer inside than around it. If you get a recall on your car, ladies and gentlemen. That's the other yeah. thing. Read the recall. Because you guys just went through a recall, right? Yeah, we did. It was scary, too, to think that we'd been driving that shit when that could have been a possibility. And we took it into the dealership, got a fucking What rental. was wrong with your car? Uh, The uh, oh, airbag. Oh, the airbag uh, uh, would burst with such spontaneity and energy that bits of metal would yeah. just go directly into the driver's face and Holy neck. Shit. Yeah, I think something like 17 or 18 17, people died 17 because people of this. Died. Holy That's a big enough deal that they just gave so us even if a you're not in a wreck, you could just be like in the drive-thru oh, and yeah. getting donuts. You could fucking back into a post and, and get hot metal shoved in your face. Okay, yeah, so this is a precautionary tale. 
Yeah, just like fucking, if your car is recalled, don't drive your car. Call your dealership, get on their asses, tell them you want to fuck, they owe you a fucking rental car mm. so, as a comp, and don't drive your goddamn car. Just take the bus. Then or speed happens, the and that's no, another no, no, problem. Take a truck Because right. he did live in LA. Yeah! You, yeah. You, yeah. you guys going to trade in for the truck? Did. Get the truck. We're probably going to do home renovation stuff instead of getting a truck. What's the home renovation? Whole bunch of stuff. Super new roof, toilet? New gutters. Actually, I would. I would, Could we get a bidet as part of our that's, model? I, I fantasize about a bidet, but I don't know if that would get horribly wrong. Have you ever wrong. used a bidet? No, have you? Yeah. So, what parts I'm, does it clean? Oh, God, what parts does it everything? clean? Yeah. See, that's, can you direct it or anything like that? It depends on the bidet, motherfucker. I guess you can change how you sit so you know what. It uh. depends on the bidet, motherfucker. Because, especially as a lady, that'd be especially okay. nice. All right, all right. I'm just going to replace you know, one you... of the toilets with a bidet. Day. I'm uh-huh. not going to tell you which one. <laughs> Can't you just get a squirt gun and lay up the There are you Soup, joke. You know, super soaker. At at uh, I was at Home Depot you know, and I was like, every other I was looking now. at their bidet kits and they did have one that was literally like a kitchen sprayer uh-huh. that you could interrupt your hose with and just go. to the I did with. see there was like an instant like if you tap into your tank or somehow like you can you can build like put in a, a bidet in your toilet that'll mm-hmm. somehow you, you have to well, I mean, know some basic. Line. Yeah, exactly. You if you tap into that, yeah, you don't even have to get a plumber but yeah. still good luck not it's fucking crazy. yourself up but. well i would want to, if i were really to go whole hog with it i'd want to get one that's like a fucking heated that's water. what they said the problem with that because you're teeping yeah. tapping into the cold exactly tank water i don't want so cold you're getting cold water clean? on my taint but <laughs> like, seriously you know, like oh like, i can't imagine getting cold tank water in your vagina <laughs> yeah As, even if your penis you're it's used to just whatever it's external but you don't want your like your lunch meats getting all fucking chilled <laughs> My raging morning hog in all in all Christmas. Well, it's because it's the ham sandwich. That's why it's the hog. Not only are we recording on the longest day of the year, but tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame and the 25th anniversary of the release of The Rocketeer. Yes, it's a day to sexualize. Wow. I don't think I've seen The Rocketeer. I've not seen it since it was in theaters. Since I saw it at the screening where they ran out of power halfway through and I had to wait half an hour for them because it was a super hot day. I saw opening weekend and the air conditioning just blew out the whole theater. I don't so. know if I've seen The Rocketeer since it is in theaters too because I'm trying to remember. I don't think I own the VHS. Even though is I love The Rocketeer, I don't think I've ever seen it since it was in theaters. It's... It was one of my formative movies. Have you seen it fully? Yeah. And it was one of those movies where it's like, I don't know if now as an adult, dare I? I, I have kind of consciously chosen not to revisit it because it may be better in my memory. Yeah, especially but with you because that that's even more of a watershed. With me. me, I thought it was a cool like uh, experiment in style. It gave me my lo- love of like pulp storytelling yeah. and deco stuff and like honestly flight, like that kind of aesthetic of flight. Jennifer Connelly. And Jennifer well, Connelly. that's the thing. Nascent the first bloom of my bisexuality. Really? I think that, that was one of the first I totally remember Jennifer Connelly in the rock tier in that white I think dress everyone does being I, the first like holy shit I did find a pretty good YouTube video compilation just it's it's to I'm the tune sure. of White Wedding by Billy Idol Ugh, just gross. her no but it kind of like no it's, no what gross there's one that's like like it's it's like the fucking sunspots or whatever so fucking no, band or something like that it. But I, it is, I'm, no, my, I'm watching that again, at least the clips of her, yeah. regardless of the music, is like, yeah. oh, that 
actually that's that was like, what I remember. That was like one of my moment, like you know that that thing that some folks experience is like, do I want to be this person yeah. or do I want to do this person? The answer is both. That's like is like that is kind of this apex of femininity that like in my brain I'm like that. Oh no, that is that the genetic is what a woman should look like. Yeah, that right there. That hair. I love that most people. That dress. Everyone can agree exactly. Like it's like that 20 is twenty year old Jennifer Conley of womanhood. That's if if we have to send like one human like <laughs> human specimen that's the female specimen we send out into space to say hey this is the best we could produce and in a lot in of terms ways of just physical space, we go hey this is the most fuckable thing we have down here <laughs> maybe don't kill if this us. turns you on good I mean, this is what we got and in a lot of ways it was really upsetting because i was like that is the most beautiful woman i have ever seen in my life and i can never look like that Hmm. I will never be that. Was that a conscious thought, or just kind of yeah. like subconscious? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I remember thinking that. I'm like, I don't, I, I maybe I, I can't be a girl because I don't look like that. Well, that's a like, seriously. That's, that's like, no, nah, dog. It's like watching happens. Mike Tyson and like, now I can never be a man. Like it's a little bit of like of a heightened ex- like thing you're comparing yourself to. Yes, I know that's logic thinking. That doesn't. Yeah, know, I was like fucking kid like, Annie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, years ago, I was like what an eight. Like nine? Would you want to even that conscious of thought? Uh, yeah, I can imagine actually watching it again for the first time since even thinking that and like kind of like letting yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> Guess what? Inside Annie, you were right. <laughs> That's the terrible thing because I can't even remember watching. I mean, aside from maybe like Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones, I can't remember seeing anything with a guy in it where it kind of felt that way. Yeah, where it's like kind of like totem masculinity, yeah. despite there being so totems of masculinity in so many films. Like guys aren't, or at least me. I guess a lot of guys aren't, don't feel obligated necessarily mm-hmm. to set themselves in such a self-lacerating way against those icons in their lives. I think part of the thing about the Rocketeer too is um, I don't know if that's true. I think a lot of people like want to be Han Solo. On, well, but like, that's more like aaspirational, Jones. but it's not quite. Yes. So you're not going to be feel less of. Oh yeah, it wasn't because Jerry it's Capelli inspirational. Was intelli- it's intelligent, not... like fascinating. Yeah. Compelling that's the thing. She's so hot, but it's not like the characters that it amazing. It wasn't even necessarily like she just seemed like ethereally beautiful, but in a very like. It's one of the few times I've ever actually been able to kind of make a woman look like she stepped out of a, an old silver screen. Production, yeah. like yeah. and whole, like the just every, the, the chiclet teeth and everything, just yeah. the whole. It's yeah. I think the thing about the Rocketeer though at the time though is that I did not. I have no. I had no opinion about any of the characters in it except for Jennifer Connelly like, per se. Yeah. Because it was just all about like that tone and that time and that place was just so captivating to me. Because mm-hmm. like even in Indiana Jones, you only get little glimpses of that world. You don't get to like really. Well, they're on the desert. It. This is actually taking place in LA, nineteen thirty-three or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I was like, holy the shit. The brown this derby is so and all cool. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was like this whole universe that I'd never seen before and I'd never thought about before, and I thought it was fascinating. Like I should do a double feature of Captain America and uh, the Rocketeer, <laughs> just for just the Joe Johnson. Joe Johnston Oobra. period. Like yeah. Well, especially people have pointed out that it makes sense that he. We cast Jennifer Connelly in The Rocketeer and then Haley Atwell. Yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of the cut from the same archetype. kind of... She's the yeah. British equivalent of, like, yep. super big-tittied. I can't believe I didn't realize Haley Atwell had boobs. <laughs> that Dylan had to point that <laughs> out. But hey, then she everybody. had face blindness. This was a boy Connelly, It's weird how she has those boobs that are kind of joined at the top where it almost looks like she's a doll that you can rip the top off Bill, and her boobs. Full right disclosure, there. cannot remember anything about Jennifer Connelly. Well, I just saw that earlier this morning. That she's like, I, I, she just had a push-up bra thing. That's what it kind of turns into where it's like the joint at the top thing where like there's no like place where it actually meets the body. It's like she's got two... Like, she's got, like, a heavy beanbag slug over her neck. She has a heavy beanbag slug around her neck? That's interesting, Bill. Continue. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, like, they're not attached to the... See, did it work? Did it work? Uh, oh, yeah, hey, everybody. This is the Boy Hattie you Podcast. Too. This was our very 
ADD addled episode of the Boyhead Podcast. We need to podcast. switch recording back to Monday nights like Woof, we used to do. Dear Lord, this is rough. Thank you for enduring <laughs> our conversation. Once again, Phil, thank you so much for stepping in last week, my friend. I apologize I did not get to meet you, but thank you for showering Bill with Lego and donuts. And fucking Orange Crush and, and more Legos from long distance away. His dad's in the hospital. He actually had to float Aww. back to Chicago to help his dad. He had a stroke, so oh, hope luck, Phil's Phil. doing well. Uh, we'll Phil, keep you in our thoughts. he uses this as an excuse to raise his parents' attic while he was out there, so he's trying mm-hmm. to mail himself like three hundred dollars worth of like Transformers and Star Wars toys back <laughs> to his apartment good. in the Bay Area as we speak. Good egg. Um, but yeah, Filthy Evil, he's a good guy. We had a good time with him out here, and and uh, thank you for the tickets to Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, was it fully? What was your favorite part of Hamilton? I liked all of the booty shaking. <laughs> Skylar's sister's pretty cute. I mean, they're, I'm just throwing they're that all out there. Right. I mean, like I was the one, like, the one beatboxes. I liked but. when they took me backstage. Uh huh. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> they just started booty popping in there. Roll, 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 she, got, she got some intimate booty popping. It was they were really good tickets. Was it masturbating in Commander? I'm not sure. I saw Hamilton. <laughs> Portland again. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. Oh my god. And good luck. <laughs>